My name is Karen. And my name is Colleen. And this is Books, Movies, and Musicals. Oh, oh my! Goblet One is Better, our series about the Harry Potter books, movies, and everything in between. In this episode, we will be discussing the second half of the Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire film. And as always, we want to give Boom a shout out for being our patron that we appreciate all the time. Always. <laughs> <So> thank you. <laughs> in the words of Summer Snape, always. Always, yes. <laughs> always. Always. Did I show you, Colleen, I'm wearing my Goblet of Fire shirt? No, you didn't. What? Nice. I love it. I've been wearing it all day. I was like, we are talking about the movie. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> I think I usually wear these shirts when we discuss the movie. So Yeah. I almost wore my uh, my podcast shirt. I thought about it, and then I didn't do it. <laughs> Yay, podcast. Yay. So, the last one we ended right before the Yule Ball happens. Yes, we ended right after Ron had us flur out. Yes. And Harry suddenly was like, ah, the Patil twins. Yeah, he I'm was like chasing them, to... them down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's where we ended the last episode. Yes. So now we are like, it's it's the night of the Yule Ball. Uh, you see Ron in the dormitory, like getting ready for yes. the ball, putting on these old dress robes, whatever. And Harry walks in in his nice, new, shiny yeah. dress robes. And Ron's immediately <laughs> just like, what the fuck are those? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he is. He's <laughs> like, what the heck? He's like, you get those nice robes and I get this. It's like, I feel like Harry should have offered to order him something, you know, or buy him something. I don't know. I agree. I also think it's funny that Ron didn't even try to fix his dress robes in the movie. Like, because in the books, he tries to hack job off the lace. And then Hermione has to help, I think. Exactly. Yeah. But in the movie, the lace stays. He doesn't yeah. even try to remove it. So... Maybe Ron yeah. ended up liking Lee. I guess. <laughs> and then, do we have anything else about the dress rooms? No, no, no. not really. Because right after this, they go down into like the uh, the area outside. Oh wait, the I do hall. have one more thing. You have it's one. When but they that's... meet up with McGonagall. Yeah, yeah, that's when they're right outside the Great Hall. Yeah. And like Ron says something about like I would have taken Hermione myself if she wasn't if she weren't so bloody proud. And it's like, Hermione has a date and she told you this. Shut up. Yeah, she's not going <laughs> to lie to you, Ron. I don't yeah. know why he thinks that she would. Like, she's not ashamed or anything. Mm -hmm. And if she didn't have a date, she would have been honest about it. But she had a fucking date, dude. She had a date. Yeah. So they get down there to McGonagall. And McGonagall's like, oh, like, you know, talking to Harry. Like, oh, you need to get ready, blah, blah, blah. And she looks at Ron's dress robes and, like, kind of messes with the lace a little bit. And is like, okay, well, you yep. can you can go on with Miss Patel. Yep. <laughs> like, that's fine. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> but, like, she just, she knows how much of a travesty his dress robes are. Everyone does. And you just look at them and you know. They're so bad. But I this, loved it. This makes me wonder what like the twins are wearing. I didn't even look to see if I could. See oh yeah, I didn't either. Because Jenny feel like looks they probably nice. Have nice ones. Yeah. Honestly, uh, we know that Jenny looks nice, but Jenny yeah. is also the only daughter. Yeah. So it might and be. She's a gonna wear a dress. Different. Yeah. So. 
so it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But I do, I do wonder about Fred and George. I do too. Interesting. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Neither. Like not until now. I didn't think about it until now. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so it's it's when McGonagall is kind of there, like telling Ron to go ahead and go in with his date, whatever. That like this is when Harry finds out that all of the champions have to do the first dance. Like he didn't find out sooner yeah. than nope. now. Why would they tell him That's before a then? Weird. Even McGonagall's like, surely I told you this, or like Dumbledore told you this, or whoever. And he's like, uh, no. And she's like, oh, no. well, you get to know now. <laughs> it's like, oh, no one great. tells him anything. <laughs> we don't tell Harry Potter anything. Why would we? Why would we? But yeah, so, you know, Harry is standing there with his date, whichever tilt one it is, I don't remember. Parvati. Parvati, okay. Uh, and so, you know, uh, like they're facing separate directions and Harry sees, you know, Cho and Cedric come in and he's like staring at Cho because obviously oh, he's yeah. obsessed with her. Yes. Um, <laughs> and you hear uh, Parvati be saying like, she looks beautiful. And Harry's like, yeah, she does. Only uh, you find out that Parvati's talking about Hermione coming downstairs yes. behind yes, him. Yes, she is. <laughs> and Hermione looks fantastic. She does. She does look fantastic. She does. I, I, I did think that her little, because she had a little giggle that she did in this moment. I thought it was cute. <laughs> uh, I do want to say, uh, in the books, Hermione's dress is blue, right? Yeah, I believe so. I yeah. Think it is. So th- it's this like is... purple pink in the movie. Yeah, it's purplish pink in the movie. So mm-hmm. that's, that's another difference uh, it is. between the book and the movie. I do like, I think the pink looks is a better look than like a blue dress like the one in the movie would be yeah but that could also be because i'm so used to this pink purple dress we didn't see a blue dress so we don't have that opportunity to like compare i guess yeah like had it always been blue then maybe i'd say that the blue dress is better yeah you probably would but But i don't even know like what made them decide to change the color maybe they just didn't remember what color it was supposed to be it could have been maybe they thought pink would be better for emma since she was the one who had to wear it yeah it's possible i don't know or maybe maybe they wanted her to seem more like girly and like pink is like the girlier color you know it's the girliest color so they were like oh let's do pink that's very true yeah it's fine it's all good i did think it's funny because now we have like the the champion dance Mm -hmm. and uh, it's entertaining in this moment because obviously harry hasn't really been very focused on learning anything for the yule ball like hasn't really been focused on it like at all well he didn't even know he was gonna have to dance yeah one really his biggest worry was if he could ask cho to go and she never was able to anyway because she had already been asked because he was too fucking slow yeah and so he gets there and like luckily parvati like at least knows a little bit about dancing because she takes the reins and (laughs) at least she does because otherwise i think that harry would have like really just like crashed and burned i don't think there would have been any saving him there yeah so i'm glad parvati he knew how to dance yeah so they they have like the beginning of the dance right where they're all like dancing having fun with like yeah. the classical music waltzy music you know and then um a little ways through the song you don't even really get to hear like the whole like classical song and it's a fun song 
I like this song. Yeah, it's nice. But like a little ways through the song, it just immediately switches into like a rock song. And this is where you yep. get like the Weird Sisters, like wizard rock song. That's it. The Weird Sisters. I <laughs> yeah. was like, I'm pretty sure this is like, I feel like I should know the name of this band. Not that I've ever like listened to them. Yeah, it's the Weird Sisters. The weird sisters. <laughs> That's it. Um, and the song is like called Do the Hippogriff or whatever. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> Because <laughs> they're constantly saying, can you do the hypocrite? Na, 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 na. Yeah, but you get like a good chunk of that song here. And um, I don't know, it's just kind of like a fun little moment because I'm pretty sure at this point, point in the like Harry Potter fandom in general is when like lots and lots of people were out there like making their own like wizard rock songs and so like it was kind of like this new fangled thing (laughs) so it's fun that there was a a song like that in this movie yeah at their dance (laughs) I think it was also great because uh because you know you it's it's a ball and Hogwarts mm-hmm. is archaic as fuck. And so yep. it's like, okay, yeah, we're going to dance waltzes and blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> and then suddenly it's like, wait, no, it's like these a rock are teenagers. Concert. <laughs> yeah, these are teenagers. They need to have some fun. Like, they're not all going to have fun dancing a waltz the entire yep. night. So let's get a band in here. Exactly. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of silly, or not silly. Uh, it's kind of interesting that Hogwarts even got a band, like a rock band. Yeah. Like you wouldn't it's really think funny. That they would have, yeah. No, I would never have thought that they would do that ever. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know, it's fine, I guess. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. I I think it's funny because after, like, the first dance and stuff, obviously, like, Ron hasn't danced with Padma at all because why would he? Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. Harry hasn't danced with Parvati since that first dance. It pans to them just sitting at a table, the four of them. I don't know why the twins even stayed sitting with them. Like, right? they're such downers. Right? <laughs> I'm like, honestly, the Patil twins could have at least gone and danced in the crowd, like, mm-hmm. on their own without the boys. Like, they didn't have to have a date with them no. on the dance floor during no, the wizard not. rock band going on. Like, yeah. that's a time to just let loose and have fun on the dance floor with or without, you know, a partner. Yeah, I'm not sure why they stayed, but it's no. fine. <laughs> they chose it, you know. <laughs> they did choose it, so that's on them at this point. It's on them. with them. If they weren't going to get up, that's on them. Yeah. I did think it was funny. I think Ron is the one who calls Crumb a pumpkin head right here. And I was like, why are we calling people pumpkin heads? Like, of all things, you could call him a pumpkin head is what you chose to go with. I don't remember that, but I believe you. I believe you on this. (laughs) Like, I just, I was like, what kind of insult is that? But it's fine. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. So then, of course, you know, we have a guy come up and like ask Parvati to like dance or whatever and she's like arm leg I'm yours and she leaves she's like please Padma right after this just looks so upset like oh I wanted to go with her you could have you didn't have to stay (laughs) exactly yeah but it's fine And so, of course, Hermione is like, you know, she's she's chilling. She had some fun dancing, right? They're all tired now. 
from is gonna go get them drinks and she comes over to like harry and ron and is like oh my gosh hi like this is so fun blah 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 and she's like do you guys want to join us for like drinks like victor's gone to get us drinks or whatever and ron's like a little bitch about it yep. and i was like she's literally just trying to include you guys like why yeah. are you like being rude <laughs> like ron literally says like he's a derm string you're fraternizing with the enemy yeah. <laughs> and that's when hermione like goes off on him yeah she like, does well she's sh- like the whole reason of this tournament is like friendship and so i think she says that later though but anyway yeah ultimately like the whole idea here is just that like you are supposed to make friends like that's what this yeah. whole year is about like it's yeah, like, not it's, necessarily it's, supposed to be like a competition competition you know? like it's friendly competition mm-hmm. you know like like yes yep. competition absolutely but you know you want to be able to make some friends with these other schools yeah like i feel like the wizarding world like is huge in some respects but it's also kind of small like i don't think there's like a lot of wizarding world out there since they have to stay yeah. in hiding because of all the muggles yeah so it's like you can use friends wherever you find them like you can probably use them in the future to be it's honest. true. It's true. You can. And that would or, probably or be useful. Or at least useful. you never know. You never know. You may need them for some reason. <laughs> if they're in other countries. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what you Who need knows? in the future. Who knows. Never know. It's kind of after this, after the whole Hermione, Ron, whatever argument thing, that uh, Padma turns to Ron and oh, is yeah. like, are you going to ask me to dance or not? And he goes, no. And I'm like, at least he's honest. I'll That's take true. That. Yeah, I'll and take she just it. leaves. She's like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, she's like, all right, see ya. I mean, she could have just left when Parvati left, though. She didn't have to sit there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, both of the girls could have left way before then. Totally. Like, to be honest. But Ron, like, I don't know. He really affected Hermione, like, so much that, like, her whole date just got ruined. Yeah, and, uh, and there's this point, because it's... It's when Ron and Hermione are, like, walking out of the Great Hall where the ball's being held, and they're, like, walking into that area outside the Great Hall, and Harry comes in from a different direction, which has always confused me. Like, Harry, where were you? Uh, Which, we'll talk about it later. Yes, that's (laughs) true, actually, we will. There is. there's the lead scene that kind of answers the question. It does, but, uh, right. But, you know, like, R- Ron and Hermione are talking about, like, Crumb and whatever, and Ron says something about, like, he's using you. And I'm like, Ron, I'm pretty sure you're absolutely wrong on that. Like, I yeah. don't think Crumb is using her no. at all. Crumb's not trying to do anything nefarious. He's literally no. trying to make friends like you're supposed yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, and, like, Hermione is one of the only girls who hasn't been like stalking him you know yeah so she's like the only one he can actually have like a real conversation with and stuff Mm -hmm. so it's like i don't know probably refreshing for him honestly uh it probably is yeah just like we talked about in the book (laughs) like like hermione doesn't care that he's this internationally known like quidditch player like she doesn't care about that at all nope she's like i'm here for school leave me alone She is here for school. Yeah. Which is entertaining. But yeah, so Harry does come in from a different angle, though. And like Hermione's like kind of going off on Ron. And then Harry comes in and she goes, where have you been? Blah, 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 whatever. Never mind. Off to bed, both of you. Like she literally sends them to bed. I'm like, why is Hermione mad at Harry? What did Yeah, I was do? like, Harry did nothing to you. He has been silent, like a silent party this whole night. He hasn't said one single bad thing about Crumb. Like, he is not the negative, like, bad party here. Like, it is Ron and only Ron. Ron. Maybe 
maybe she's <laughs> mad because Harry's not trying to like intercept here or anything, you know, like not trying to be on Hermione's side, but she's also, but he's also not telling Ron to stop being an asshole, you know, like. It, I mean, I, I guess, but it's not really his job, is it? it? No, it's not his job, but these two are his two best friends. So why, I mean, did Hermione try to really step in when Ron and Harry were mad at each other? No, she didn't. That's what I thought. (laughs) That's what I fucking thought. You can't be expecting it from Harry when you didn't do it for him. Okay? (laughs) So let's not get mad at Harry. Harry never got mad at you, Hermione. Yeah. Never. He was just annoyed with Ron for being a little bitch. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird that Harry's getting treated like shit right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, but uh, but Hermione sends them, you know, both up to bed, mm-hmm. and Ron turns to Harry as they're going up the stairs, and he says, they get scarier when they get older, and Ron, and Hermione yells, like, Ron, you spoil everything, and I'm like, this is such a weird interaction here. Hermione has a right to be upset because Ron is an ass, but what what is this comment about they get scarier when they get older? Ron, you're the same age as her, like, just, you're an asshole. That's why she's being scary. Exactly. I have no clue. Like This is all on you, Ron. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Ron made a weird comment. It made no sense. Yeah, and of, yeah. of course, Hermione is like upset. So she's like crying. And she's on the steps, you know, all that. It just so happens that this moment is when that sad song starts playing. It's like slower and just really fits. <laughs> it's not necessarily a sad song. It's more of like a nice slow dancing song. But it, yeah. I guess it has like the tone of a sad song because of what was happening with Hermione right then. Probably. Yeah. 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 But we do see Ginny and Neville dancing in the Great Hall. I was like, oh, yep. that's so cute. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) It's great. So after that, we actually end up in another Harry nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. Which, I guess they got sent home from the dance probably like an hour or two into it. Because, like... (laughs) I don't know. That dance didn't end very quickly. Yeah. yeah. Like, Harry had time to go back up to the dorms, get ready for bed, get in bed, and get ready fall for bed, asleep. Go to bed, have yeah. a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> like, all of yeah. that happened. And so he has he has his little nightmare, you know? And I was like, why, though? Because it's literally just, like, the graveyard, it's, right? It's the same, like, dream he had at the very beginning. In the yeah. house with yeah. the caretaker and whatnot. But, oh, but it's, like, him yeah, it's instead of Frank. Weird. It's very, yeah, it's weird, very weird because you have Voldemort, like, saying to Barty Crouch Jr., I believe, like, let me see it again. Ah, yes, the time is close now. Like, after looking at Barty Crouch Jr.'s arm, it's, like, yeah. and then it's, like, oh, Harry, at last, like, step in, step aside, Wormtail, so I can give our guests a proper greeting. And it's just, like, I... And then it's a green flash of light and... Yeah, <laughs> and I I was confused here because I was like, this seems like it's supposed to be a nightmare, but it also seems like there's some, tr- like, quote-unquote truth to it with, like, oh, yes, the time is close now. Uh, and I'm like, I don't understand what's happening here. I want to say this was her kind of foreshadowing the dreams that are going to happen in the next book, where they're, like, baiting... Yeah. Dreams. Yeah, but it's but so weird. It was weird. It, it was, was definitely very weird. weird, especially since uh, 
later on in the movie, which we'll get there eventually, but Harry mentions, I think, to Dumbledore that he's been having the same dream over the past few months, and I'm like, mm, this is different. Mm-hmm. This is not the same dream. Technically, yeah. technically no, it's, it's not, not the same dream. <laughs> I definitely thought it was funny that he said it was the same. I was like, like that's I not the same so. dream, buddy. No. <laughs> if, unless it's the exact same thing over and over again, but that's not yeah. the same thing. I, I do want to question um, how seeing yeah. the dark mark on Barty Crouch Jr.'s arm determines that the time is close for Voldemort. I don't think that makes any sense. It doesn't at all. Because the dark mark isn't the one deciding when D- Voldemort gets his yeah, body right? back. Like, yeah, right? Yeah, no, that is literally just a mark on, you know, your follower's arms. <laughs> it doesn't decide anything. It's just there. It's a weird magic tattoo that you touch and it calls, and it everyone. calls everyone yeah, to exactly. you. <laughs> like, this, this, this entire nightmare right here does not make sense. None of it. None it doesn't it even really sense. need to be here, to be honest. It really didn't need to exist, yeah. Because I don't think he even had the nightmare at this point in the book. I don't think so. I mean, I can double check, but I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, you don't need to double check. I don't think he had a nightmare here. I really don't think he did, which is so strange. Uh, I did did like, so Harry wakes up from his nightmare, right? You know? And he literally wakes up right as Neville's walking in and Neville's so happy and he's like I just got in me (laughs) and it's like oh Neville Neville. he's great (laughs) he's so precious (laughs) I I don't know that's all I had for that little moment I think the next point is when they're in the library right maybe hold on in the library when I don't remember I I only remember them being in the library right before the second for the the task yeah that's a little bit later that's my next comment, though. So, okay, go ahead and do your comments. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't remember, I don't <laughs> remember where time. they are, but Hermione makes some comment about Victor being more of a physical being, and it's like, oh? Like, okay, what does that mean? It, it's like, clearly, obviously, we know that Victor is a man of... Oh, they're on the bridge. It. It's like, obviously, Victor is, like, a man of few words. Like, he, he just doesn't talk very much, and that's just who he is, and I get it. But the fact that she says he's more of a physical being is really weird. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, mine are actually right here okay, on the cool. bridge, too. Okay, 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 yeah. Now that yeah. I remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I thought that part was really strange. I'm probably going to have to close the window. Oh, soon. no. But anyway, that part was definitely very strange. I thought it was interesting that this, like, Hermione is like, this is the conversation that happens in the book. It's pretty similar to the one that happens in the book too, where Hermione's like taking Harry aside and being like, Hey, like, have you figured it out yet? Like you really need to, the task is really close, like blah, blah, blah. Um, apparently it's two days from now in the movie from them talking on the bridge right there. And, um, she, she mentions that like the tasks like are almost cruel and that they're like meant to test you. And I was like, no, 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 Hermione, the tasks yeah. are cruel, not almost. Yeah. Like as much as you might wish for them to be almost cruel, they are they are. are cruel. They are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like this, this. I, I still question how much about the tournament do these students know. We, we obviously know Probably nothing. that students die in this tournament all the time, and there's a reason they haven't held the mm-hmm. tournament in several years. Yeah. But, like, these tasks are cruel. They, they are. are. They're very cruel, and you should not go into them thinking yeah. that they're not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but this is also when Cedric shows up. Mm-hmm. 
he's like, hey, Harry. And Harry's like, oh, uh, okay. Like, he was kind of trying to, like, walk away from Cedric, honestly. He just walked away from Hermione, (laughs) too. He walked away from Hermione, walked away from Cedric. He was like, I don't want to hear about it. And Cedric was like, no, Harry, (laughs) like, let me talk to you. (laughs) And um, he's like, oh, you, you know... The, the prefix bathroom on the fifth floor. It's um not a bad place to take a bath. Why don't you just take the egg and mull things over in the hot water? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, why don't you just tell him to put the egg in the right? water? Yeah. <laughs> like, he told you exactly what the final, ta- like, the, the first task was. And you're going to sit here and just give him a cryptic clue. Right, like, yeah. like I right, honestly, buddy. either either tell Harry to put the egg in the water or just tell him that it's mm-hmm. mermaids. Yep. Just do yep. it like harry specifically told you hey it's dragons you can't just tell him hey it's mermaids. yes he did he didn't he didn't go up to you and say oh you know it's um it's a big creature that breathes fire <laughs> but it could be it could be anything yeah this is, this <laughs> Who is knows? could definitely kill you if you're not if you're not careful yeah. Like, hmm. <laughs> like, just like a real slight yeah. hint. <laughs> he told you straight up it was dragons. Yeah. You could help him at least know how exactly. to figure it out. If you're not going to tell him exactly. what it is. Which is so annoying. But of course, immediately after this interaction happens, we get the bath. Yes. <laughs> and it is intense because there are rows and rows and rows of colorful water coming out which i'm gonna assume is supposed to be soapy water yeah i think i think carrie has to fill up the bathtub and i assume it's all supposed to be soapy water but that bathtub is huge huge. at least there's not a diving (laughs) board i looked there's not (laughs) <laughs> we have a hidden swimming yes. pool. It's still a pretty big yeah, pool. It's, still, it's, still, it's a gigantic bath. Like, I'm not sure I would... No, I guess I would call it a pool. Because it is... It's a pool. It's a pool. It's big it's enough big to be enough. a pool. Yeah, it's definitely... <laughs> but anyway, so we're in the bathtub, right? Like, Cedric gave him that really cryptic clue of like, Oh, just mull things over in the hot water. Blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever. I'm not going to tell you how to do it, though. So luckily, Myrtle... <laughs> is in the bathroom and she's like oh you know the other boy literally like put the egg in the water yeah no she literally <laughs> says i'd try putting it in the water if i were you yeah like, all right. yeah she's so funny i love i love I, myrtle here like i just think it's so yes, entertaining i actually kind of really like myrtle in the movies oddly enough yeah is this, same is this the last movie we see her in i want to say it is same yeah but i'm not sure i could be wrong yeah but yeah, so she she does tell Harry to put the egg in the water, and so he's like, oh, okay. So then he does, and yeah. he like gets to listen to it. He gets the song where it's like, come seek us where our voices sound. We cannot sing above the ground. An hour long, you'll have to look to recover what we took. He's like, okay. Yeah, yes. I, I just want to make a random comment about uh, Go how for it. Uh, Harry goes into the water with his glasses on, and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> everyone who wears glasses does that, right? <laughs> Just we all no. just go into bodies of water with our glasses on? No, no. No. But you are right. I saw your comment about his glasses not having lenses. He didn't have any lenses it throughout was, all of the, yeah. the movies. I'm like, I, I didn't make that comment, that, but it was just like super obvious in this movie for some reason mm-hmm. that he didn't have glasses or lenses in the glasses. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, I was like, you know what? Probably the same for the previous movies. And I just didn't really notice or pay attention. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how obvious it is. I just, I guess I just don't pay attention. Yeah, I mean, it's not really something you pay attention to. I just, there were a few scenes in this movie that I was like, 
there are no lenses in those. Yeah. I was just like, hmm. Yeah. But anyway, so Harry is like under the water, you know, listening to this really short song from the yeah. moon people, right? And then when he comes back up out of the water, he literally is acting like he couldn't hold his breath that long. Like, I can hold my breath that long, and I'm bad at holding my breath. Yeah. Like, it was not that long that he was underwater for, yeah. okay? Yep. On top of that, he immediately comes out of the water, and after he, like, catches his breath, whatever, he goes, Myrtle, are there mer people in the Black Lake? immediately like just questions that and she's like oh you know it took the other guy a long time to figure that one out almost all the bubbles were gone (laughs) okay okay the almost all the bubbles were gone thing is what makes myrtle very like creepy and pervy like "Mm, yes okay (laughs) however you know she does mention it took cedric ages to riddle it out and i'm like i thought cedric was supposed to be like a smart guy like Uh, you know i thought so too but i guess not i guess not (laughs) He's 17 and he can't figure out that it's mer people. <laughs> right? Like, like, because I know at least in the book, you know, his father's all like, oh, you know, my son's the best, mm-hmm. blah, 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 whatever. And so it's like, okay, so Ced- I feel like Cedric should have been able to figure out mermaids fairly quickly. Yeah, I feel like he should have too, but I guess not. Yeah. Yeah. Special. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Do I have anything else for this scene? I don't have anything else for this scene. I'm happy to move on if you are. Yeah, I'm good to move on. The next thing I have has to do with them being in the, the library. Yeah, same. Yeah, my, my next okay. comment is uh, they're in the library and Hermione mentions something about it, about the next task being potentially problematic or something. And Harry's yeah. like, potentially problematic? Well, When's the last time you held your breath underwater for an hour? Yeah, that's that's the part that she mentions being potentially problematic is the one it's hour It's the one long. hour thing, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's weird <laughs> because Hermione seems so chill about it. She's just like, yeah. it is just what casual. it is. Just casual. It's like, fine. It's an Maybe hour. Harry will die. We'll figure it out. <laughs> But I, my, my, um, idea about this, about the way she's acting is the fact that it's like, Harry, you had so much time to figure this out. Yep. You know what? It's just, this is on you. You didn't figure it out before. You're asking for my help. Like, or like you've figured out something at the last minute and now you're asking for my help. Like I, I'll do what I can, but I can't promise anything. Exactly. Exactly. She'll do what she can. And, um, then, you know, she gets pulled away. Yeah. (laughs) So she oh, can't yeah. do anything for you. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they're all just trying really hard to figure out, like, something that they can do. Whatever, you know. And then Mad-Eye Moody pops in and is like, oh, you know what? Granger and Weasley, I need you guys to come with me because McGonagall needs to see ya. And they're like, oh, okay. And so they leave, you know. And Moody's like, oh, you know what, Neville? Why don't you help Harry clean up his books? Because he's like, this is my last chance to get Neville to actually help Harry on this task that he needs help with. Yep, yeah. He's like, please, give him what I want you to give him. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Harry... I does Neville start talking about plants or something? I feel like he does. Yeah, he does. No, because because he's looking at the books that Harry was looking through, and he's like, oh, you're interested in these types of That's right, like, yeah. plants? Like, I, I have another like book that you might be interested in. Harry's like, I really don't care about plants, but if you have like a turnip that can like make me breathe underwater or something, he's like, well, I don't know about a turnip, but gillyweed. <laughs> yeah, but you could always use gillyweed, and it's like, all right, there it is. <laughs> we figured it out. That's what we're you doing. You finally made it happen. <laughs> finally made it happen, yep. 
Oh my gosh. And then literally the next scene is friend George taking bets. Oh yeah, that's true. The and half. then Neville slipping Harry some gillyweed. <laughs> yep, and I have to question where did Neville get the gillyweed from? I don't know. Where do you find gillyweed? Did he ask because... Snape for some or maybe No, there's no way. <laughs> maybe not Snape, but like Professor Sprout maybe? Maybe she has some for some reason? I don't know. Nope. Because I'm pretty sure it came out of Snape's store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was supposed to be from Dobby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It I'm was like, not a Neville gift. <laughs> I'm just like, Neville, where did you get this from? You just have it? I, I think the film directors just weren't thinking that people were going to think too hard about how he would have gotten it. Never. But also, no, I don't never. think they care enough. <laughs> never. No, absolutely not. They don't. <laughs> it just doesn't fit. Like, there's no way Snape gave it to him. And then, like, you know, maybe Moody stole it and then handed it off to Neville so that he could give it to Harry. I could see that, or too, something. yeah. Because Moody's already been stealing from Snape, so it's possible yeah. he was just like, ah, what's one more thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's like as Neville is handing Harry the gillyweed, as they're walking up to the second task, that he starts mentioning that, like, uh, people... Uh, are debating about fresh water versus salt water yep. with the gillyweed and whatnot. And Harry's like, you're just now telling me this? And it's like, well, I I gave you a solution to your problem. It just doesn't it. change anything, Harry. Like, just deal with it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, like, you this get is, what you get. <laughs> this is still your solution to this task. Just take it. Like, oh yeah. my god. And I, he's... Harry is also wondering where Ron and Hermione are, and I'm like, mm -hmm. you know what? At least Harry's worried right now about where they right? are. Right? Yeah. At <laughs> least. Like, at least he cares. At least he cares right now. <laughs> I'm like in the book. <laughs> yeah, you know, book Harry was so, so worried about his friends. Oh, absolutely. Always. He was always worried about his friends, 100%. But I do love, so they, like, have all the champions line up, obviously, and Harry is unsure 100%, like, how he's gonna, like, do the gillyweed thing. He, he doesn't really know anything about it, right? Yeah. And so as they're, like, getting ready to, like, let the champions, like, go, Mad-Eye's, like, put that in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, which I, I feel like that's a weird comment to make like just put it it's in your very mouth weird. I, like i feel like it should be eat it now or something instead of just put it in your mouth like okay i just put it in my mouth and then leave it in my mouth <laughs> okay all right like, i agree it's just it could be better it was a weird comment a for weird sure comment. but you know he does it he puts it in his mouth he chews it up a little bit he kind of starts wanting to like spit it back out from what it looks like but moody hits him on the back which somehow doesn't make him spit it out well he <laughs> just looks like he's starting to was die. he just choking he might have been choking <laughs> honestly but i think it's, i think it's probably because he's starting to like grow the gills and whatever yeah and he has to be in the water so. yeah so then moody like hits him and then shoves him into the water yep, yep. <laughs> And this is when, you know, everyone's like, oh my god, what's happening? And Neville's just yeah. like, oh my god, I've killed Harry I've Potter. Killed Harry Potter. Yeah. And, uh, okay, what I thought was interesting, though, I don't know if I've ever noticed before, but Seamus is wearing a Hogwarts hoodie. I don't know why, but for some reason my brain was like, do they have those at Hogwarts? Do they? Do they have hoodies for Hogwarts? <laughs> what is this? That's I just, crazy. I just thought it was weird. I was like, I don't think Hogwarts would sell Hogwarts hoodies. I don't think so but either. But maybe they got it from a 
store somewhere or I don't Mm -hmm. I don't know I just I just never think about like students wearing hoodies fine but a Hogwarts hoodie yeah I don't know I don't know that's really weird it's weird it's weird. Hmm. Interesting. I did think it was funny that he magically becomes a fish, um, but I did question why he would do the useless jump up out of water. Just to show that Harry Potter's alive. Yeah, but he only has an hour long limit. He's wasting time. He wasted five seconds. How dare he? <laughs> five seconds where five he wouldn't seconds. have been like passing out at the end like he does in the movie. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. But I, I think... I think part of the reason they do that is because people see Harry struggling right before he's, like, pushed into the water. And mm-hmm. so I think it's just a way to be like, oh, Harry's fine. Look, whatever. I think you're right. <laughs> but anyway, he gets into the water, you know, starts swimming. Yes. And I was I thought it was interesting that he can just hear the people singing. I like it so much better than the book. I mean, same, but I still thought it was weird. I don't think it's weird. Would you be able to hear them through the water like that, though? I don't know. I think it depends on how close they are. We don't know how far away they are. I don't know. I don't think we really know how far away they are, so we can't really judge. Can't judge that. Yeah. We both kind of have the same next comment about Fleur. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because the Grindy Lows get her and she had no chance. Poor Fleur. Poor Fleur. I just, with Grindy Lows, I can't with them. They're so creepy looking. They're all right. You know, that happens, and at least Harry has a mermaid to follow now. Right? Yeah, I saw that too, and I was like, ah, he gets to follow the mermaid. (laughs) He found one. (laughs) But yeah, so he has a mermaid to follow, he's following them. Um, And this is when we get to hear about how Fleur, like, because it it pans back to, like, everyone watching the water, and how Fleur, like, stopped, had to, like, pull out. Dumbledore talks about how she, like, stopped. Oh, did did he talk about it then? I don't remember him talking about it then. He mentions that she pulled out and, like, was, like, like, quit. Not disqualified or whatever. But, but, but just, like, she had to pull out. Yeah. 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 I don't... I feel like I vaguely remember that, but I don't remember it happening then. But I'm probably just remembering wrong. I'm pretty sure it happens right then. I'm pretty sure that's when they mention it. Because I have the note there, so I, I don't say, think yeah, I would have yeah. written it you, for any other reason. I was very confused about <laughs> it being there. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think I would have written that for any other yeah, reason. Yeah, no, it, it, you're, you're probably right about it being there. Yeah. But then, you know, Harry has followed this mermaid. He had a real easy go of the task because he literally had a guide to the place you know yeah he gets there first and he looks at all the people he's like oh okay ron hermione cho cho and and some um, random girl gabrielle (laughs) i have a question uh why do the hogwarts students have to be in their hogwarts robes that are under under the water because like when hermione and ron went to mcgonagall after the library they were not wearing their robes oh yeah you're right they weren't so like a weird choice like i understand that it's like supposed to differentiate like okay these three are hogwarts students this one's not Mm -hmm. i get that but and just to have it be more like uniform for the movie i guess but like just in general i think it'd be silly if it were like oh hey like hey professor mcgonagall what's up hey go get in your hogwarts robes that's a good point (laughs) That's a really good point. <laughs> Go put your Hogwarts robes on and then come talk to me. Yeah. I don't know. That's really interesting. But yeah, yeah. so Harry's like, oh man, like I want to save three of these people, you know? Yeah. And so he goes for Ron first, well, right? 
I don't know if he really gets a chance to think. Oh, he doesn't get to go for anyone. You're right. Yeah, he doesn't get a chance to go for anyone Because yet. then Cedric shows up, yeah. grabs Cho, points at his watch, and is like, it's time, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and then he leaves with Cho, and then all of a sudden there's a shark head coming at him. Yes. Yeah. And he yoinks Hermione away. And so then Harry's stuck there like, well, do I save both of them? Yeah. And so he saves Ron and then he starts going for Gabrielle and the mermaids are like, no, 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 only one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no, they say that right before Crumb gets there, actually. Yes. Because yes, the shark yes, yes, head yes, scares yes. them away. Yes. Yeah. Because, uh, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Harry does, no, I think Harry tries to get... Ron and Hermione, that's what he tries to do. Mm -hmm. And so yep. they say only one, and Harry says, but she's my friend too. And I'm like, at least Harry can talk in the movie. Mm -hmm. And I do make the comment that the mermaids are much meaner in the movie versus yeah. the book. Like, they were actually they pretty nice in the book. Well, they were, in, like, in laughing and having fun and hanging out. Yeah, exactly. In the movie, they're not. <laughs> in the movie, they're terrifying creatures. They're angry guardians. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But Crumb scares them away with his shark head. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I do make the comment that I always thought the shark head was intentional because in the book they mentioned that, like, Crumb wasn't able to, like, completely do whatever transformation he was going mm -hmm. for. And I'm like, I thought it was intentional. I always thought it was intentional. I too. always thought it was intentional. But maybe he's just not good at transfiguration. <laughs> guess not why yeah. would he try to do that if he didn't know how to do it correctly i don't know like why wouldn't he learn the bubblehead charm like fleur and cedric why didn't harry learn the bubblehead charm because harry's dumb and apparently hermione doesn't know it exists because i feel like she <laughs> would have made him learn it they couldn't find anything <laughs> about the bubblehead charm for harry yeah, yeah. i don't know man I don't know. But anyway, because Crumb scared the mermaids away, like, Harry was able to save Ron, and then he decided to also save Gabrielle as well. Mm -hmm. He starts taking them away, but that's when his gills start giving out. And that's also <laughs> when the Grindy Lows get to him as well. Yep. Yep, and it, it is. like, oh, joy. Because I, like, I, because it's funny because, you know, Harry saves Ron, and then he gets Gabrielle, and he starts going, yep. and I was like, I was like, oh, I, okay, I guess he's fine i guess the gritty bows aren't gonna attack him that's weird and then of course two <laughs> seconds later they attack him and i oh, was like yeah, oh they will. <laughs> never mind they will yeah but then, yeah, he, he does send Ron and Gabrielle up to the surface as he tries to get the Grindylows to leave him alone. He does. And he starts passing out, like, literally, like, just passing out in the water. Like, he's basically drowning, essentially. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And and then, you know, he magically knows Ascendio. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that spell works so well for him, to be honest. I looked it up, and, and it said that it's just really good for launching people really high into the air. Especially especially out of water why <laughs> i don't know what is that spell and like what was the purpose of creating it what? yeah what <laughs> like what's and the like, purpose i just i don't know how it works so well for him because from where he uh wait you know what wherever because he went straight up right he went straight up mm -hmm. in the water oh my fucking god all they had to do was jump off the fucking thing go straight down and that's where oh my gosh were. you're right <laughs> Oh no! What the fuck? <laughs> that's, that's so oh bad. Oh my gosh! It's so bad. That's awful. Wow. That's uh, embarrassing, you guys. Yeah, but all I was thinking was, you know, like he he goes straight through the water and then like goes like twenty feet over or something onto the platform. 
but yep. d- they just had to jump off to the platform and go straight down, and that's where the, the hostages were. That's, that's where the just insane. Were. That's crazy. It's I, probably not actually accurate, but you know. It's not, but. <laughs> <laughs> One can oh, always hope. no. <laughs> that's so bad. That's so bad. But, you know, Hermione's immediately there. She puts another blanket on Harry after he has, like, a towel. Or maybe it's another towel. I don't know. Whatever it is. uh, I thought it was a blanket. It could go either way. I don't actually remember. Yeah, it could go either way. But anyway, he apparently was, like, you know, freezing because water and now he's in the cold air. Cold-ish air? Yeah. I guess I don't know. It, it should be cold because it's February, or it's supposed I to be. I would hope February. it's cold. We don't know when this is happening because we have no sense of any time. Yeah. At all. Yeah. But yeah, so this is when she literally makes fun of Fleur, and I was like, that doesn't even sound like a thing Hermione would do. Yeah, I was very confused because like it didn't didn't necessarily seem like she was trying to make fun of her, but also it was kind of like, yeah, you're kind of making fun of her i don't i don't understand i do not understand this i don't think there's any world where you're not making fun of someone who speaks french by saying zigrindilos <laughs> yeah, in a french, in a french accent, accent you know yeah, exactly it's like, like i think that's pretty rude and hermione would never like it, it didn't seem like hermione was trying to be rude about it it just seemed like she was I, I don't even know. I, like, it didn't make sense that Hermione said it that way. Yeah, it was just weird. A weird moment. Yeah. I also want to point out that, you know, like, as soon as Harry is, like, out of the water on the platform, Dumbledore is immediately like, I want all the judges over here now! And I'm like, okay, alright, what? Why? I don't know what's happening. It's not like he's talking Maybe so to they can mates. score everything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. So how they, can, how they can score everything. But I'm like, I don't think they're talking to the mermaids and asking, hey, what happened down there? Yeah, that's true. I just, I don't, I because I, I'm sure Dumbledore saw Ron and Gabrielle come up and he was like, that's interesting. Uh, and <laughs> then Harry came later and it was kind of like, okay, we gotta talk. But it was just like, the, it seems so out of place for him to just be like, I want all the judges over here now. It's like, yeah. what? Okay, alright. I agree, that is really interesting. Whatever. I did think it was interesting that Draco is so invested in this still. Your and your father's bet is over, buddy. He was so upset that Harry made it back out of the water. He was, yeah. Your bet is over. Stop worrying about it. It's gonna happen no matter what, okay? Like, I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah. Who even wins in a bet like that? Draco would probably, right? Neither of them do. I mean, you're right. Neither neither one wins. They so they both money. lose money. Where does Oh, oh, they, they just keep, keep their, their money. money. They keep their money. They don't win any. <laughs> I bet extra. they weren't even betting any. Oh no, I don't think they were. I think I think it's just them talking shit about Harry and then Draco just uh, just to make fun of Harry is like, "Ah, oh, Harry, we're making a bet." It's totally happening. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. But anyway, the task is over. <laughs> yeah, Cedric got first place and Harry got second. He did. Moral yeah. fiber, whatever you want that to mean. Yeah, because he saved two people instead of only one. And he yeah. would have been first if he hadn't felt like he needed to save everyone else. I, honestly, I think he would have been first had he not hesitated once he got there. Yep, the I people. agree. But he just sat there for a hot second staring at all of them. Yeah, he sat there for a hot second <laughs> and then Cedric came in and was like, this person's mine. Mm-hmm. So if I, he had done what Cedric did, mm-hmm, yeah. he would have gotten first place for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. But it's fine. Yeah. 
And of course, you know, Crumb is in third and then Fleur got fourth, whatever. Obviously, yeah. Because especially since Fleur didn't even finish it, she's not yeah. getting any higher than fourth, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they're walking like away. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is when Barty Crouch comes up to Harry and he's like, oh, like, good job. Like, whatever. Uh, yeah. I thought that was really interesting. I- was I was like, what is the scene? Harry, like Barty Crouch congratulated Harry on in person. What is what is happening? I was like, what is this? They changed Barty Crouch entirely for this movie. Uh huh. Yeah. Because he is not a nice person in the book. Yeah. <laughs> he would not have done this in no, the book. <laughs> there's no way. And like, why is Barty Crouch pulling Harry aside to congratulate him? No clue. What? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know either. And it's interesting, too, because they, like, start having, like, kind of more of, like, a conversation and stuff. And it's like, what? Like, how are you being this personable? Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's part of what was making me just be like, what is happening? It was uncomfy. It was uncomfy. (laughs) I was like, okay, this is a weird scene. Then we have Mad-Eye Moody, who's been watching from a distance. He, like, comes on up in there and is like, oh, like, you're not recruiting him for one of the ministry's internships, are you? The last guy who did that got, like, murdered or dead or something, (laughs) something, whatever. I don't know. Someone died. Yep. And he does his little tongue thing. (laughs) Yes. And I was like, right in front of your dad? (laughs) Really, dude? You can hold it back? (laughs) And it's like, that particular thing the the tongue thing was the only reason for this little bit of scene yes that was the only reason it was the only and i'm like reason. okay i get it i understand obviously yeah like oh it's barty crush jr not that we know that yet i don't think no we don't we, we still don't. don't know that we just know it's a weird tongue thing and then barty yeah. crouch is like oh, and we know that barty crouch reacts weird to that he's yeah. like oh. <laughs> he like starts but, freaking out a little bit yeah. and walks away and, and even moody's like oh shit i did the thing yeah yeah he he should be upset or worried about that because now barty crouch your dad knows yeah yeah i did think it was interesting though because this next scene changed a lot so this next scene was supposed to be the moment where they go down to the quidditch pitch see the starts of the maze and then harry and crumb go and chat in the book right but this scene is actually they replaced it with harry ron and hermione walking with hagrid through the fucking forbidden forest Yeah. There is no Barty Crouch walking around like a crazy person talking to trees. There is no none of that. He's not getting attacked. Nothing like Crumb's not getting attacked. Nothing is happening here. They just happen to come across the body of Barty Crouch. Yes. Which that doesn't even happen in the book because as far as we know, he got transfigured into a bone and buried in front of Hagrid's hut. Yeah, so, so... no one no one even knows that he's dead. Yes, exactly. I guess yet. Because it does come yeah. out of Barty Crouch Jr. at the end. It does eventually come out at the end. Yeah. But <laughs> Yeah. Like this is the weirdest, like I mean I guess it's not the weirdest change, but it's a big change. It's a it's a big change, but it works for the movie. It does. It does work it for the movie. It works for the movie because it's like Obviously, if you know that Moody is Barty Crouch Jr., and then in the very previous scene, you know, like, 
uh, Barty Crouch Jr. did the tongue thing, and then Mm -hmm. his father is like, oh shit, that's my son. And it's like, well, he has to die. And so it's like, it makes sense for the movie. Yep. It makes sense. So now he turns up dead, and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I I do want to talk about, before they find uh, his dead body, or well, before Harry finds his dead body, uh, like, the first thing you see in the scene is, you know, obviously, like, Hagrid and Ron Hermione walking through the forest. Harry's, like, a little ways away for whatever reason. And Mm -hmm. Hagrid says, I remember when I first met you all, biggest bunch of misfits that I ever set eyes on. And it's like, yep, you guys still are misfits, pretty much. I just like the, I just like the comment that he made. Biggest bunch of misfits. And I was like, it's true. It's true, yeah. Uh, I I mean, I also love the Hogwarts, 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 Hogwarts. Yeah, whatever it is. It's the best song. And and Hagrid also makes the comment of soon to be the youngest Triwizard champion there's ever been. And I was like, first of all, are you sure about that? Second of all, I just also wouldn't be surprised. Because, I mean, do we really know how old all of the Triwizard champions have been? Well, the age limit wasn't imposed until this year. That's what I'm saying, yeah. So, like, there could have been champions as young as Harry who won. There's no way Hagrid knows all of the history of it. Exactly, yeah. But I also That's a just, weird thing to say. I also <laughs> just wouldn't be surprised if Harry does turn out to be the youngest Triwizard Champion winner. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised either, but still. But still <laughs> That's a weird yeah. thing to say. Exactly. I know. I was like, I don't know about that, Hagrid. <laughs> I really don't. I yeah. don't know what you're talking about. But of course, immediately after the scene, Harry goes straight to Dumbledore's office, just like it happens in the book. They just happen to replace the Quidditch pitch and crumb and all that with Hagrid and the forest and you know whatever so harry goes straight to dumbledore's office and when he gets there it's it's dumbledore cornelius fudge and mad eye moody that's right harry like you know gets to the door and i think he's like about to knock or something i don't know but mad eye's like oh we have a gust and you know before yeah before mad eye says that though you hear cornelius fudge saying the triwizard tournament will not yep. be canceled i will not be seen as a coward and i was like Okay, I never expected it to be canceled. Also, why would it be canceled? Barney Crouch died, yes, absolutely, but he could have just been targeted. That doesn't mean everyone else is going to start dying as well. He was one person. Yeah. So why are you going to cancel it? That's a good point. And and it wasn't even a champion that died. It was just exactly yeah ministry official whose if, yeah. job is languages. <laughs> Yeah, like, I I understand why they're worried, because it was on Hogwarts grounds and whatever, but because it wasn't a champion who was killed, I'm, like, Mm -hmm. I'm not really worried about it, to be honest. Nope, I'm not either. Yeah. (laughs) Haha, except you should be. (laughs) Yeah, except you should be, yeah. But but anyway, they're all chatting, you know, and they've got to go check out the body or at least the area that the body was found in or whatever, probably. Or maybe Dumbledore's just walking them all out. I, I think, don't know. I think Dumbledore's just walking them out because they don't say anything about going to find the body or anything. It's just like, I'll be right back, Harry. It's like, yeah, he okay. does say that. You're right. right. We well, don't know why they leave. So yeah. like, it could be anything. Yep. And for any amount of time, because we don't know how much time passes. Yeah, exactly. Because this whole movie has no explanation of time passing except for when we saw Christmas happen. Yeah, for like pretty much, one yeah. second. That is that is the only <laughs> way we know kind of where we are in terms of the year. It's just the Yule Ball. The Yule Ball. But anyway, so they all leave and Harry's like, okay, and you know, right before they left, Dumbledore was like, oh, you could try some of the licorice snaps, but be careful, they have like a bite or something. Yeah, like be careful they bite or something. Yeah, and so Harry was like, oh, okay, cool, candy, let's go. (laughs) I'm I'm like, does Harry really not know what licorice snaps are? (laughs) 
I would not go for a candy that's going to attack me. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but and, sure. I mean, honestly, it's the fact that he grabbed a handful. I probably would have grabbed one and been like, what I would have grabbed this? one. Yeah, I would have been like, what is this? This is interesting. But so Harry goes weird. for all of them. Typical Harry, you know? Yeah. But anyway, he does. He goes for it. And it, like, ultimately, all of the licorice snaps start attacking him. And he, like, yeah. falls down. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I was busy <laughs> typing when this happened, so I was like, "What the but, fuck?" No, it was interesting. But anyway, he fell down, and somehow that opened the cabinet that the pensive was in. Yeah, I was, I'm not really sure how Harry hitting the ground was strong enough to open a cabinet. I don't know. I just looked over at one point. And I was like, "Ah, oh, it's open. How did that happen?" Like, I'm really not sure what happened here. I, I don't. Even and I was I, watching it. I wasn't. <laughs> I was listening to it at that point, looking at my other screen. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> but I was just like, um, okay. And so, of course, you know, he's like entranced by the yeah. pensive. And he's like, oh, memories. Okay. Well, he didn't know what it was. He it's was true. Like, he didn't know what it was. He was just like, this? what is that? You know? Yeah. I. How does he even get into the memory? I don't know. But why did he fall into it? <laughs> why did he fall all the way down? Like, what? I don't know. I don't know either. But everything that involves the pensive in this movie makes no sense. Yeah, but also, aren't memories supposed to be in, like, black and white or something? Like, it's not. Are they? I think they are. Hold on, now I have to know. Hold on. I feel like it has to be in black and white for some reason. I don't remember. I think it's supposed to be. I think you might be right. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna, gonna I, I just really want to double check because I'm curious. Never mind, I have no idea. I do not know, but I feel like it's not supposed to be in color. I think we'll learn more about it probably in the sixth one. <laughs> Maybe, but even still, like, I, I don't think it's supposed to be in color. I think you're probably right. I don't think it's supposed to be in color. Yeah. But we get one memory, you guys. Yes. And it's a mixture. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> of memories and made up stuff because it didn't actually happen this way in the book. Yep. So, of course, you know, we get the memory of Igor Karkaroff listing off names. That did happen in the book. Yes, correct. That is for sure one of the memories that Harry got to see while he was in the pensive in the book. Yeah, I... The other problem... <laughs> oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna make one small comment. Uh, I actually forgot that in the movie, Moody is actually there, like, right behind Dumbledore and does make a comment to him. Mm -hmm. Like... Like, obviously, in the book, he was, like, right next to Dumbledore and kept making comments. Yeah. Him, but I forgot he's actually in the scene in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Harry is, like, there. He's listening to Igor Karkaroff list off names of Death Eaters, whatever, you know. Yeah. And Barty Crouch is there, you know, telling him, like, oh, that person's dead. We already have that person. We already knew about that person. That person's fine. Blah, blah, blah. He's yeah. like, you have no good names for me. Like, you're going to go back to Azkaban. And Igor Karkaroff very, very, very clearly does not want to go back to Azkaban. And so he's like... I have one more name. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, okay, and who is it? And he's like, Barty Crouch Jr. <laughs> and of course, immediately, like right before that happened, Barty Crouch Jr. was already getting up 
and moving. Like, he knew it was going to happen. It was weird. It was very weird. Yeah, and of course, the second his name actually gets said, he's like, oh, I gotta go, and he starts running. Mad-Eye Moody's not gonna have any of that. He's like, no, no. (laughs) Like, stuns him or something, Yeah, you know? And Barty Crouch is shocked. He's just like, what? Yeah. (laughs) My son? (laughs) Yep. And of course, which like is not how he was in the book. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, and of course, you know, like Barty Crouch Jr. is brought up to his father, and he's just like, "Hello, father," and it's like, "You are no son of mine," and I was like, "All right, whatever." Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I do find it funny that you know when Karkaroff mentions Barty Crouch Jr., he's just kind of like Barty Crouch, and then you see everyone looking to Barty Crouch like, "Yeah, <gasps> like what?" And it's like Junior. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like, when he adds uh, the little Junior onto the end, the suspense. Yeah, the suspense. Yeah. You know, I do wonder, why was Barty Crouch Jr. even there? I don't know. I don't know. Was he trying to learn his father's ways? <laughs> uh, maybe. I also question why Dumbledore is sitting in on the trial. Like, I, I feel like it would be ministry employees who would be sitting there. I don't know. But I don't know. I have no maybe idea. Dumbledore counts as a ministry employee by I, being headmaster of Hogwarts? I don't know. I don't know. Was he headmaster at that point? I have no idea. I do not know. We don't know. We have no idea. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I, I think even whether he was headmaster or not, I think it was just if he was asked to be there, then I think it's just because people know Dumbledore as, you know, a very wise person, like a really good wizard. And so it's yeah. like, well, you know what, come sit in this. If you have something to provide, then let's hear it. That's a good point. Maybe. Yeah. But the only real connection that Barty Crouch has to book Barty Crouch, movie Barty Crouch to book Barty Crouch here, is when he says, you are no son of mine, because he literally says, like, ah, he's not my son in the book. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and like basically almost like kills the mom by saying that because she's also present yeah. in the trial in the book yeah which she's not here she doesn't exist in the story who cares about the mother <laughs> yep exactly also yeah, this exactly. party crouch does not look like a teenager to me no no not at all cool glad glad we felt the same way about that one <laughs> I mean, like, I always forget that he's supposed to be a teenager uh, during this trial. I always, like, I always forget that. I'm just always like, oh, it's David Tennant. Love him. That's about it. Yeah, no, you're right. He is David Tennant, and we love David Tennant. We love you're David right. Tennant here. But this is the moment where you learn that Barty Crouch Jr. is, in fact, impersonating Mad-Eye Moody. Yes, <laughs> yes. Which, um, if you hadn't previously watched the movie, is kind of a big reveal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the tongue thing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't do that tongue thing. He does that tongue thing, guys. Yep. And I, I do want to point out, we didn't mention this earlier, or at least I didn't mention this earlier, but when Harry took a bath in the prefect's bathroom, Moaning Myrtle did say something about Polyjuice Potion to Harry. Mm, she did, yeah. Um, we did not mention that. We didn't mention that. So so I think I think that mention is also kind of a, like, hey, Artie Crouch Jr. is using Polyjuice Potion. So once you finally do get to the scene and you see the tongue thing, you're like, oh! Yeah. You're given all, all of the little, like, tidbits that you can add together. Yeah, exactly. To make a full picture of what's happening at Hogwarts. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and this scene makes it very clear who killed Marty Crouch. Yes. 
Or at least you can um, assume, and your assumption would yeah. be right. Your assumption so. would be correct. The only person killing Barty Crouch here is his own son. Yes, yep. good job. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Good job. You know, so this is the moment where, like, Dumbledore yoinks Harry out of the memory. We only get the one memory. We don't get to see Bellatrix. We don't get to see anyone else. Like, that's it. That is all we see. Yep. Um, and Dumbledore's like, hi, Harry, you know, maybe you shouldn't snoop. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I think we're done here. We're done. And he goes, Barty Crouch sending his son to Azkaban nearly destroyed him. And I was like, there is no way sending his son to Azkaban destroyed him. Yeah. <laughs> that man is heartless. <laughs> like, maybe movie Barty, but he didn't even seem like he was that destroyed, you know? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like, I mean, movie Barty Crouch was obviously much nicer than book. Barty Crouch. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if it necessarily destroyed him. Mm-mm. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. But you know what? Go ahead and try, Dumbledore. Yeah. Maybe someone will believe you someday. <laughs> yep, yeah. But uh, Harry does mention here that he had a dream about Barty Crouch Jr. And, you mm-hmm. know, he kind of like tells Dumbledore about the dream. And Dumbledore asks, have there been other dreams like this one? And Harry says, yes, always the same one. And I'm like, no, it is not always the same it's one. not. <laughs> Someone does not know how dreams work. <laughs> yeah, the screenwriters. That's not correct. You not guys are correct. wrong. Yeah. My next one is a different scene. Same. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> with uh, Snape with and Snape Igor. And yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Harry's walking, I assume, back to the Gryffindor common room. Why is he passing Snape's stores when he was at Dumbledore's office? I don't know. Maybe he has to pass. They're not even in the same part of the castle. I don't know. Maybe Harry's taking the scenic route. Definitely scenic because Snape's (laughs) stuff is in the dungeons. Oh, that's true. (laughs) And Godric Gryffindor's castle is at the top. Yeah. Tell me how he's going from Dumbledore's office down to the dungeons to go back up to his common room. That's actually a really good question. I never. That makes no sense. I never thought about it because for some reason Snape's storage room wasn't in the dungeons in my brain. But why? Why would it not be in the dungeons? It should be in the dungeons. So I'm just confused why they didn't keep this scene. Well, I guess I'm not like totally confused because it's a combination of scenes. But they should have done the classroom scene where Karkaroff yeah. comes in. But maybe not. I don't know. I don't they didn't so. want us to be in a classroom at all, except for the the unforgivable curses. That's all we've had of classroom time in this movie. That's the only classroom time we get, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it is. Oh my god. That's it. There's no Trelawney. There's nothing. God. (laughs) They don't go to school in this movie. What are they doing? There's no much of homework. There's nothing. Oh my gosh, you're right. That's like the weirdest thing, honestly. (laughs) This is so weird. Okay, guys, it's fine. It's fine. Literally, the entire movie is focused on the tournament. That's it. Like, it makes sense. It absolutely makes sense that they would focus on the tournament. But you would think that there would still be classes. I mean, they're supposed to still have classes. I know. But they don't. No mention of them at all. They don't have classes. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> they also don't have homework. It's so weird. I mean, they already weren't going to have, a fi- like, finals. <laughs> like, the champions <laughs> weren't. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Who cares? Harry doesn't need school. He's no. going to become an Auror. They yeah. don't need school. They don't need school. <laughs> Harry doesn't need school at all. No way. <laughs> Never. But Harry sees the mark on Karkaroff's arm. Yes. 
And he, like, stares at it for a hot second before those two realize he's even there. Yeah. It's, yeah. I was like, y'all are not very aware. Also, why is the door to the closet open if y'all are going to talk about something you shouldn't be talking about in the open? I think (laughs) Snape was trying to get Karkaroff to just fucking leave the storage room. And mm-hmm. I think he opened the door at the right time for Harry to be there. Mm, that's a good point. But I also question, because Karkaroff says, it's a sign, Severus. You know what it means as well as I. What does that mean? I don't know. I do love that Karkaroff, like is acting like it's really dangerous and like scary and stuff. And Snape's like, I'm fine. I'm safe. I don't know about you, but I'm good. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. <laughs> I have nothing to worry about. And I was like, okay, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you know you have nothing to worry about, Snape? <laughs> I know. It's just, it's it's so weird. I'm like, what is the dark mark showing? That means It's that just darker, it's, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, because the more I think about it now, because we had the same kind of scene, or, well, similar scene, uh, in yeah. the book with Karkarov saying stuff about the dark mark, whatever. However, when we talked about the graveyard scene and Wormtail's mark, it was a faded red, like, mm-hmm. mark of some sort. And then turned black when Voldemort touched it. Touched it. So what? Joe it- doesn't know how her tattoos work. Yeah. That's all. She doesn't know how they work. So we won't know how they work because they don't have any rhyme or reason. They don't. They really do not. They do not. Thumbs up, man. <laughs> but of course, Karkaroff realizes that Harry saw his arm and is like, oh no, and he like storms off, whatever. Yeah. And then Snape is like, oh, you know what? Let's have a little chat, Harry. And he's like, these are some ingredients that have been missing from my stores. It's really weird. And I guess he says something about like his fr- like him and his friends brewing polyjuice potion or something. Yeah, possibly. yeah. He mentioned something about like, if I find out that you and your friend have been yeah. polyjuice potion then you know i might accidentally tip some yeah. veritaserum in your yeah. morning pumpkin juice and this is when we get to learn about veritaserum and stuff yes. and he's like it's so sad that it's illegal to use it on a student yeah. blah 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 like harry wouldn't be able to tell you anything anyway like he exactly. hasn't been stealing from you no one's been stealing from you yeah. like he knows <laughs> yep so like you would get nothing out of him exactly buddy. yeah but, you know, we have that conversation, and my next thing was the third task. Oh, your next thing my was the third task as well. My next thing was the third well. task, yeah. Cool. Third task, Perfect. guys. Let's go. Let's go. Let's see. So, I thought it was weird. That was a little interesting that the Bobatton students are all kind of, like, acting like cheerleaders a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, doing, like, a whole routine and dan- whatever. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. Weird. It's interesting. Very weird. Very interesting. Definitely different i also thought it was pretty interesting that cedric is allowed to have his father with him to pump him up a little bit before the maze when i don't think anyone else was allowed to have any parents i well we don't we well we don't know but we, we only saw amos and cedric i would say because it's the fact that they don't even bother bringing in like parents for the other students yeah. or anything they yeah. don't mention anything about families being able to come nope we just happen to see amos diggory there is like oh yeah interesting yeah um, it's like weird it, yeah it's just weird like i like <laughs> amos being there i like amos in the movie yeah. you know i like yeah, amos same. being there it's just, yeah, it's it's kind of weird that yeah. he's the only, like, family we see. So strange. Although, I I mean, Gabrielle is there for Fleur. That's Fleur's sister. 
And I don't know yeah. why, but Gabrielle is much younger than I anticipated her to be. She's reason. like a baby. She's like a baby. She's like an 11 year old, you know? That's what like, it looks like. Interesting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it just. I, like Gabrielle's there, but Gabrielle is there because of the second task. I feel like yeah, but she's I, not there to like I guess support her sister. I mean, she kind of is at this it, point. Yes and no. Yes and no. I feel like Gabrielle should have been sent home after the second task, and then maybe could have come back for third. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I I do not know. I don't know. I also do not know. <laughs> let's see do you have anything else before they kind of like start the maze i'm not really sure why i wrote filch doesn't know how to count oh no it's it's easy to figure out i can i can explain that oh okay right before that though it's mentioning that uh you know like cedric and harry are tied for first and you know victor's oh. in third and fleur's in fourth and i'm like okay but how would people watching the movie understand why that cedric and harry are tied for first and whatnot like they wouldn't they wouldn't the movie gives also no doesn't matter it doesn't matter what position you're in anyway because whoever gets the cup wins yeah exactly. so why are we even keeping track of points i mean like obviously it's so that whoever's in first gets a head start into the maze uh yeah true and it go- trickles down from that but it's like can't they just go all at the same time because it seems like there's four that's what it different- feels like <laughs> yeah I mean, it seems like there's four different, like, uh, starting points for each of the four champions, which is really weird, to be honest. Yeah. But I know when we were watching the movie last night, you and I both made a comment about, like, oh, yeah, this is totally not the Quidditch field. <laughs> like, it just looks like they're in the fucking countryside. <laughs> yeah, they are, basically. <laughs> like, you get, like, a, a view of the uh, the maze kind of from up higher, you know, whatever. And it's, like, this it's maze huge. is huge. It's huge. It does not look like a Quidditch pitch. That's for fucking sure. Oh, it's definitely not a Quidditch pitch. (laughs) Because it's such a huge maze, I guess it makes sense that each uh, champion kind of gets their own path to start out on. Yeah. Which is still weird, but I understand, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Who is it? Is it Dumbledore? I think Dumbledore mentions that, like, you see people change in the maze. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean by that? That's weird. It's the maze runner. That's what he means by that. <laughs> I had the same thought. <laughs> I'm just like, it's the maze runner, let's go. But uh, I just, I was like, that's weird, but okay. Uh, but the whole Filch not knowing how to count thing is that, uh, you know, Dumbledore, whoever says, you know, like, on the count of three, the cannon will sound, and then you guys can go in, and you get, like, one, and the cannon goes off, and it's like, ah. Uh, oh, that's right. Okay, stop that. <laughs> He's been doing that's that right. the entire movie. It's just like at the start of the canon, boom. Like, okay, now. That's what it is. It. <laughs> <laughs> I understand now. Okay. I do love how prior to going into the maze, they get the fun, you know, pump it up band yes, music. Yes, right? I love so it. So fun. We love this music, I love right? It. The second they enter the maze, it closes behind them and it's deadly silent. I actually kind of love that. I also love it. I love it. I think it's hilarious that we go from fun movie to horror film. (laughs) Yes. I kind of love it. It's great. Uh, Like, I was upset that Prisoner of Azkaban was just a horror film. Yes. Whatever. Yes. That's dumb. This is entertaining. This is entertaining. (laughs) This makes sense. (laughs) I literally literally have a note that says this task deserves to be filmed like it's a horror movie, to be honest. It absolutely does. It does. (laughs) 
There's no world where it shouldn't be a horror movie right now. (laughs) I I do want to make a comment about the maze closing behind them once they go in. Because, I don't know why, but, like, I feel like in the movie, Moody doesn't get to go into the maze. And I was like, okay, Moody is clearly outside of the maze. And I was like, but, you know, he's supposed to cast the Imperius Curse on Crumbs. Like, how does that work? And I'm like, well, you know what? The Imperius Curse must work over distances. Like, how else would anyone use it, you know? But it's just like, how is uh moody supposed to know where crumb is what crumb's doing what he's seeing whatever like that's a good point how does that work well the eyeball i guess the eyeball that makes sense yeah i don't think he really needs to worry about distances or anything like that when he has the eyeball yeah i don't don't know why but i always thought you still had to be in like the general vicinity of whoever Mm. you're using the imperious curse on but i think i think i thought that because in the seventh movie when they go to the bank and they put you know, whoever under the Imperious Curse, Harry's there underneath the invisibility cloak with Grip Hook. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm just thinking of that where Harry is there with them. Mm. So it's just, I don't know. I, I can see that. We yeah. don't, we I don't, don't have a great uh, handle on how the Imperious Curse works. I no, like. no, we do not. And I don't know. We if don't we get ever given do. a lot of information. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get given information about how uh, about like distances between you and whoever's cursing you or whoever you're cursing. We don't get any no. sort of like we don't. comments on that. We don't get told limitations or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who knows? But um, yeah. you get to see Crumb being possessed, which is real fun. Yes, you you do see uh, <laughs> kind of before we get to Crumb, we do see uh, like clips and scenes of a uh, set. Oh, yeah. and Fleur like running throughout the maze whatever and like they're both terrified obviously like as they should be I know I would be freaking out like 100%. Fleur just needs to chill out though I, <laughs> she's like crazy running well yeah of course things are trying to kill you in the maze the maze <laughs> is trying to kill you like I would be freaking out too <laughs> but like insanity running insanity running yes <laughs> uh, but yeah and then we do get Crumb under the Imperious Curse. And yeah. I kind of wonder, when did that happen? When did Moody put Crumb under the Imperious Curse? I would argue right at the beginning. I don't know. You know, like right at the beginning of the maze? Yeah, I, I yeah. also thought that. Like, maybe right as Crumb is going into the maze. I, maybe, that's what I think. Yeah. Maybe I don't Moody, think it would have been any other time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe Barty Crouch Jr. is really good at, like, nonverbal spells and mm-hmm. can somehow do the Imperious Curse non-verbally. And yeah. I don't, I guess he would have had to use a wand, his wand, I guess, I would assume. Yeah. But it just, like, how do you make it not obvious <laughs> that you're doing that? Yeah. True, true. How? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm really not sure what you would do to make that not obvious. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. But it's fine. It's fine. It's He's fine. under the curse. That's what we know. <laughs> That's all we got. That's all we know. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I just, I don't know. So my thing with Fleur, because they focus so much on her, like, being, like, wigging out and stuff, especially, like, right as it comes upon, like, her getting attacked by Crumb, you know? They yes. focus so much on her that it's, like, okay. And I was, like, you didn't even have to compete. Like, you literally could have forfeited. Like, you don't have to be in the maze, yeah. you know? 
Like, she was already in last place. She didn't even yeah. finish the previous task. No. Like, so, I, I mean, don't know. Well, I think this is also the whole thing about you can't just not compete in the tournament. So I, I think maybe she had to do this task. Because it's the whole thing of, like, if you don't do it, then you die or something. Yes, but the sparks thing... Huh. Like, you can bow out early. Oh, okay. Well, the sparks are never mentioned in the movie. They're not, but they're not. they are. <laughs> they are used, but they're never yeah. mentioned. Yep. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Because Fleur does, like, start, like, Crumb attacks Fleur. You hear her scream, yep. whatever. Uh, she gets eaten by the maze. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Crumb, like, Harry comes across Crumb, and Crumb's like, ah, oh, it's Harry Potter, never mind. And he runs off, and Harry, that's yeah. when Harry finds Fleur, and she's being eaten by the maze. Yeah. And Harry shoots up the red sparks, and I was like, how is Periculum. someone supposed to- Yeah, Periculum. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of spell is that? How is someone supposed to come find her? Uh, how are they supposed to rescue her? Like, I don't understand how this is supposed to work. No. It doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. None of it makes all. sense. Yeah, like I, I don't. How who, how do they rescue her? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. She's, she's in the maze, guys. She's basically dead. You know. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck but, finding but her. But like, I just we never got a spell for the red sparks in the book, and so I was like, "What the fuck, you liars!" Like, it's not curriculum. There is no spell. It's not in the book. <laughs> I just want to know what the wiki says. Like, where did that even come from? It's just in the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's literally... Oh, what? What? What does it say? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It says, you know, Periculum uh, was the incantation of a charm that allowed the casters to shoot red sparks from their wand. The effects, though, uh, it says the sparks were firework-like in appearance and had a vast range, shooting up to a great heart, sorry, great height, then hovering in the spot where the caster aimed. We don't see that in the movie. Nope. In the also, what if they aimed like not straight up and they yeah. aimed like at an angle exactly but also then it's not gonna hover over her body <laughs> i think in the movie it did kind of act like a firework where it went up but it did split apart so yep, it did it did do that and they kind of hovered in the air but not like they didn't <laughs> tight they acted like a firework and they came down <laughs> yeah just very and, slowly like, fizzled out and whatever it was weird yeah it, i no no just no. It also needed to be explained in the movie, I think. Yeah. If you I run agree. into trouble, do this. <laughs> I don't like it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, Not at all. I don't know why I made a comment about the maze trying to eat him. Is it are you talking about Cedric? I think I was talking about Cedric. Maybe? Or No. Was it Crumb? I think it was probably about Harry. I, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> Any of the boys, the maze to be is weird. It could have been about it any of them. It could have been about any of them. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, so after the whole Fleur thing, whatever, Harry literally runs right in between Crumb and Cedric having their little fight thing. Yes. Harry almost gets hit by one of them. I don't remember which one, but he almost gets hit, and I was like, damn. Yep. Uh, but I thought it was interesting that, you know, Cedric's ready to, like, curse crumb and harry's like oh he's bewitched cedric he's bewitched yeah and cedric just runs away and he's like okay bye like, yeah, what? but you know, Harry uses Expelliarmus on Crumb. Oh, is that what happened? Uh, and it um, it knocks him out. Doesn't <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Which is not how Expelliarmus works. I don't, I don't understand Expelliarmus. Um, nope. No. As far as I know, that is the disarming charm. I know. <laughs> Which means that you will be disarmed. 
as in your wand will be taken away from you. <laughs> Not that you will be knocked out and flung a bajillion feet or whatever. That's not how that works. <laughs> yeah. So so not only does Joe not know how Expelliarmus works, but neither do the people who write the movie scripts. I mean, there's a bajillion people who have worked on these movies and too many directors to even talk about. So yeah, if only Christopher yeah. Columbus had stuck around and not been like, oh, I'm going to let other directors have the opportunity. Stop being noble and do the movies correctly, <laughs> master. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was just like, I don't want to hog the Harry Potter series. He should have hogged he the Harry Potter series. He should have. <laughs> I'm angry that Chris Columbus did not stick around. <laughs> I'm curious how he would have done the rest of the movies, to be honest. I'm curious how he because... would have done Prisoner of Azkaban, because it would not have been a horror film. Yeah, because it's, it's <laughs> interesting, because like, the first two movies were really like bright and whatnot. Like, they, they were very much like yeah. geared towards... Like a younger audience, I guess. Well, and they were very much his style. That too, yeah. Like they were very much his style. So I'm curious to see how he would have done the darker ones. Like the darker ones, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I I do wonder sometimes. I do wonder. Like, if he had stuck around for all eight movies, like, what he would have done. Yeah, what he would have done, how he would have done it. Would Harry have destroyed the Elder One in the last movie? Like. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> How much closer would he have been to the books had he done all the movies? Honestly, probably a lot closer to the books cuz those first two movies were they were solid. they were pretty close. Chef's yeah. kiss. Yes, <laughs> chef's kiss. So, because Crumb is now knocked out, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Harry doesn't even bother sending sparks up for him. He's like, "Fuck it. Enjoy your life in the maze, Crumb." <laughs> well, I think at this point like, like, yeah, 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 obviously, it's just kind of like, well, first of all, why would you want to be there with Crumb when you, I don't know, do, does Harry really see that Crumb's knocked out? Because if not, then maybe he's thinking, oh, Crumb's still here, but I don't think he is. That's true, I don't, uh, uh, but also, I think he just chased Cedric, I think you might be right. I was saying, see, I, I think he just chased Cedric, and I think they're also, like, fighting for the cup now, they're like, first of all, like, get me the fuck out of here, and second of all, the cup's mine, <laughs> like, I, I, this is, yes. <laughs> I think it's funny that the race for the cup has begun, but they can't see the cup yeah. yet. And so they just know exactly where to run at full speed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, kind of, yeah. They just, they get lucky, really. That's really just what happens. They get like, lucky. What? Um, okay. Yeah. But then these vines come out and attack Cedric, mm-hmm. you know. We'd love to see it. Harry's yes. already worried. He sees the cup. Cedric sees the cup. Because this is where they actually see the cup. And yes. Harry's like, got a decision to make. He's like, either the cup or Cedric. Yes. You know? And Harry's got that savior persona. So he's got to save Cedric. You know? And like, here's the thing too, though. You know, you see Cedric struggling. Like, basically, like, just getting pulled in by the maze. And you yeah. see Harry have this look of like, do I leave him to die? I might leave him to die. And it's just like, I love it so much, to be yeah. honest. I love it. The deliberation. The deliberation, <laughs> yes. And then, of course, yeah, he saves Cedric. And I mean, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and then we have this short conversation between Harry and Cedric. Cedric's like, you know, for a moment there, I thought you were going to let me die. Or you were going to let it get me. And Harry's like, for a moment there, so did I. And it's like, some game, huh? Some game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those vines really did look like a giant spider to me. <laughs> uh, 
I, yeah, I guess I could see that, but it's very obviously vines. <laughs> not a giant spider, guys. It was supposed to be a giant spider, it was supposed but it was to be, not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I don't think it would be hard for them to do the giant spider. They've done it in the past. <laughs> I think maybe they were trying to, first of all, make it creepier uh, than the spider. And second of all, they probably didn't want to deal with having to figure out the whole uh, spider eating Harry kind of thing. I guess. Like, I don't think it would have been too hard, but I also don't do movies. I, I, I mean, like, true. <laughs> But I don't think it would have been that hard. I'm kind of curious. <laughs> I am also curious if it was the CGI of the vines yeah. that was easier or the possibility of having like a what, what animatronic spider yeah. in the maze. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, I, I just think it's funny that the writers were like, we can take all the liberties we want. And they yeah, created their much. own third task. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I like said, it. Fuck the book's third task. We've got our own. Yeah. <laughs> no sphinx, no blast-ended scroots, no golden mist, no spider. That's another <laughs> thing that wasn't included, the blast-ended scroots. That's not in this yep. at all. Nope. They don't exist in this movie, guys. I'm kind of glad. <laughs> I am also glad. I do I, not want to see what those things look like in real life. I did not care about them in the book, to be honest. I did I not care. I hated everything about them, them in the book. Yes. I just, I'm we good. didn't need them. At all. No, thank you. I'm good. I'm real good. Yeah. But yeah, they do have their argument of like who's gonna take the cup, blah blah it, blah. It you know, wasn't take much it, of an take argument. it. But yeah, it wasn't much just of an like okay. It's, it was Cedric being like, you know, you deserve it. You take it, take it, just take it. And Harry's like, we can take it together. And they're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they just agree mutually <laughs> just, that they they're agree. no longer fighting or racing. They're just yeah, gonna go grab like, it at okay, the same fine. time. Alright, cool. And so they take it together. Yeah. And they get teleported, transported, whatever the fucking term would be, <laughs> yeah. to the graveyard. And Cedric is like, the cup! The cup, Harry, it's a port key. It's a port key. What the fuck? Wait, <laughs> He's like so wait. focused on it being a port key. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think he was that focused on it. Like, I think he was like, oh, it's a port key. And that was a. But he also is like, you do see him. And I understand why a very Potter musical made fun of him for it. But, you know, he stands in the graveyard, like, hands on his hips. And he's like, where are we? Yeah. <laughs> and of course, in the musical, they're like, where are we? <laughs> like, he's all happy and everything. And I think it's hilarious. I was like, I see it. I understand now. Yes, 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 Cedric. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. I think it's funny because this is the moment where we get to see weird little Voldy. We get a little glimpse at his like weird form. Ooh, before, right, right before Voldy and Wormtail oh, come out okay. though, uh, you know, Harry's looking around recognizing where they are and he's like, he's like, Cedric, we have to get back to the cup now. And Cedric's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, okay, just listen to him. But also, why would Harry think the cup's going to take him back to wherever? Does Harry know how port keys work? No. No. <laughs> no, they didn't so know why would he was assume be a that would work? They didn't, exactly. know, they didn't know it was going to be a port key. So, like... He just assumes it's going to be a round trip, just, guy. I think he just hopes it's going to be a round trip. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not a one-way port key, guys. It's yeah, a two-way port it's key. It's a two-way it port key. It goes there and back. Which doesn't make sense to be honest no it does not <laughs> that's not how port keys work nope. but okay um <laughs> nope. i mean it worked like that in the book too though so yeah yeah i don't know what to tell you uh, yeah <laughs> but we do get to see gross little voldy 
for a hot second, a split second. You don't get to see very much of him. You just know he's like a weird flesh-looking blob, basically. Yes. And then, you know, we hear kill the spare, and then we immediately see the flash of green light, and Cedric is dead. I do want to point out, again, that at the beginning of this movie, from what I can tell, from what we can tell, Voldemort killed the caretaker, so why didn't he kill Cedric himself? Um, because he can't do it. Well, I can't. He did it at the beginning of the movie. Well, maybe the movie people don't know what to do correctly. Apparently. I don't think he's supposed to be able to use a wand right now. I don't think so either. Like, I I genuinely think think it's supposed to be Wormtail. Like, I don't know why they had Voldemort do it at the beginning in the first place. Exactly, yeah. I don't understand it. But it's fine. It's whatever. It is what it is. But immediately, we get Voldemort getting dumped into the cauldron. The cauldron is, like, set on fire, right? Mm -hmm. Voldemort gets dumped in there. Like, it all happens so fucking fast. Way faster than it does in the book. So he's dumped. Harry's on the tombstone. What is it? Wormtail is, like, starting the process. He's like, alright, the bone of the father. And and it's a whole bone, bone, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then he's like, flesh of the servants. Cuts his hand off, you know, whatever. And then he's like, I'm the blood of the enemy. And he takes, like, like, literally cuts, like, a whole, like, four inches of Harry's skin just to get three drops of blood. I know, right? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Here's the thing, too, because, like, Wormtail is so calm about everything happening right now. Yep. He's like, okay, the bone. Okay, (laughs) chop off my hand really easily. And then, okay, whatever. There's my hand. It's fine. And then get the blood from Harry. (laughs) Like, I'm like, how are you not? You, You cut your hand off. How are you not in shock yet, buddy? How are you not in shock? What's happening? It's fine. You know, whatever. He's so calm about it. He's like, I have to bring my master back. (laughs) Don't know. I don't know, man. He should be bleeding out. I don't know. Just like he should have bled out in the book. He finishes all of this, you know, drops the three drops of blood into the cauldron. It starts bubbling, you know. (laughs) Voldemort's back, right? Yeah. And he's already robed, right? Well, here's the thing. The cauldron basically (laughs) explodes. You see, like, a creature that, like, turns into a man. And the black from the cauldron turns into the robe. And I'm like, what? That makes no sense. (laughs) It makes no sense. Absolutely not. He he said robe me in the books. Like, why are we pretending like the robes just appeared with him? That's not how it works. I was, I I get the feeling it's probably just for ease of filming, to be honest. Instead of having to have an additional, like, oh, he gets out of the cauldron somehow. I don't know. I mean, I think, I don't know. And then Wormtail having to robe him. I feel like it just, they were like, fuck that. Let's just make it easy. Just. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. I also do not understand. (laughs) Uh I do love, though, because Voldemort appears, his eyes are closed, and initially when he opens them, they are cat eyes. Yes. But then they become normal eyes, and I was like, you guys couldn't just stick with the actual book for that? Like... They're supposed to be cat eyes. It's not that hard. And Harry's supposed to have green eyes. It's not that hard. I mean... That's true, but Harry can't wear contacts. I know. So. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, what is his face? Ralph Fiennes could probably wear contacts. Probably, yeah. 
I, I feel like he could probably handle that. Yeah. Harry was a child. Was, he, yeah, he was having was irritable eyes. Yeah. Like an allergic reaction. Yeah. Irritable eyes. Yeah. They also could have just colored his eyes post-production. I don't know why they didn't do exactly. that either. Exactly. I know, exactly. <laughs> it's uh, fine. But I, I also, like... Because, you know, the whole thing happens, Voldemort's back, whatever. And I was like, okay, Wormtail's completely fine, apparently. It's like his hand yep. never cut off. But then oh, I yeah. also question, is Wormtail left-handed? Because he cut off his right hand, I'm pretty sure. Because I thought Wormtail was right-handed. But yeah, he did cut off his right hand. Yeah. Weird. It was, yeah. Why would you... Interesting. Maybe he wanted his right hand to be the stronger hand. I, I had that thought, too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just confused why you wouldn't cut off the hand that had the missing finger already. That's a good point. Because the other hand is the one with the missing finger. Yeah. But sure, it's fine. Yeah. It's whatever. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did think it was interesting that Wormtail is not writhing on the ground like he's supposed to be. Yes. I was like, what the fuck? But, you know, he also just didn't bleed out like he should have either, so it's fine, I guess. Yeah. Like, he, he honestly, in the movie, he wasn't even bothered by his hand being nope. cut off at all. Nope. He wasn't not worried at all. about bleeding out or anything. I was like, nope. what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. And, and you know, Voldemort's like, oh, you know, Wormtail, extend, like, your arm or whatever. And he's like, oh, thank you, Master. He's like, no, 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 the other arm. And he's like, okay, whatever. He just doesn't even care. He's like, okay, here's the other one, you yeah. know? Yeah. He's not, like, upset or, like, sad that he's not getting his hand back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like, okay, here's the other arm. Yep. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Strange. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. It doesn't... Because, you know, obviously, you know, Voldemort touches the dark mark on Wormtail's arm. Yeah. Does he also shoot the dark mark in the sky or am i crazy am i i might be crazy i don't think he shoots it in the sky i, don't I think, think so. what you're remembering is the he touches the mark and immediately the smoke is coming from the sky of the dement like not dementors the death eaters yeah because i think that's are, what it is. they are immediately there it's very immediate the and immediate like, response is insane i don't even know if it's that it's an immediate response. It's like they were just automatically ripped out of wherever. Yeah, they, they were like were. summoned. Like, like they didn't even have a choice. To be that honest, that's not how that works. That's not how that works. <laughs> no, but I just like like they were just automatically there with robes and hoods and masks. Like, yeah, what? Yeah, they like obviously yeah. for the film they were trying to cut down on time. Whatever. I mean, but yeah, it just I for sure. What? I don't know, but he. He does talk about, like, you know, the loyalty and blah, 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 and all that. He does his little speech that he does in the book. Kind of. Kind you know. of. Not entirely. Not entirely. He he lists, like, three names and, like, yoinks them down to the ground. And then all of a sudden, you, like, span out while he's, like, talking to Lucius. And there's, like, five people on the ground when he's only said, like, three names. Yeah, it's a little weird. Like, I'm sorry. If you're gonna have five people be on the ground, you need to say five different names, buddy. That's not how yeah. that works. I think one of them was a woman, too. I think I happen to know yeah. that. And she was yeah. in, like, different robes, it seemed like. I yeah. Was like, That's weird. No, all of it was fucking weird. Really weird. I thought it was weird that Lucius's hair was peeking out from beneath, like, the hood that they were wearing. It's just so poofy, it, Colleen. It was so weird. I was like, <laughs> you would think that... Having your hair peeking out would be a no-no, especially since Lucius is blonde. Yeah, you would And, like, you would think, like, okay, no one's supposed to know who you guys are. Hey, that guy has blonde hair. Who else has blonde hair? Oh, Lucius Malfoy! Hey! Mm -hmm. Is it you? 
Like, Mm -hmm. I just, I, it was weird, but I think it was also for ease of just, like, him taking off the hood and being like, oh, it's me. Yeah, probably, but. It was stupid. Well, Lucy just really wants to prove to Voldemort how desperately loyal he is. Lucy just wanted to keep his perfect hair perfect, you know? (laughs) That's true. Basically. (laughs) But yeah, so like Voldemort's going around, like he mentions a few people, gets to Lucy, and then after that, yep. uh, he like Wormtail mentions like I returned, and it's like out of fear, not loyalty. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, but how did Wormtail even know how to find you? Right? Like, how did anyone know how to how find did, you, Bozo? How was, like, how was anyone supposed to know you were even alive? Were <laughs> you sending smoke signals or like what was happening? Yeah, you know? like did they even know that Quirrell? had you on the back of your uh, on the back of his head in Harry's first year like what's happening no clue dude no clue no absolutely none Voldemort thinks way too highly of himself that's all I'm saying he really thinks he's important he's (laughs) really not that important yeah (laughs) (laughs) if they all abandoned him the whole world would be better (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah it's not like he can do anything to them I mean he could kind of now but before that he was helpless yeah. Why would you seek him out? I don't know. I do not it's know. Fine. It's whatever. It is what it is. I, I do like, though, that they still kept the duel in the movie. Um, yeah, I want to mention before, like, oh, yeah, go ahead. let Harry off of the tombstone. Uh, Voldemort turns to Harry and it says something about, like, ah, oh, standing on the bones of my father. I'd introduce you, but word has it, you're almost as famous as me these days. And at first... I thought he was mentioning that he would introduce him to his father, Tom Riddle Sr., uh, but then I realized he meant introducing him to the Death Eaters. I was like, all right, that's weird writing, but okay. Oh, is that what he meant? Yeah, I think so. Because I've always thought it meant that he was going to introduce him to his father. I, I don't know. I, I think it could go either way, but I think he meant to the Death Eaters because he mentions, like, you're almost as famous as me these days. So obviously the Death Eaters would already know who he is. I mean, they already knew who he was, though, That's what because I'm of when he was a baby. That's what I'm saying. I'd introduce you, but word has it you're almost as famous as me these days, so he doesn't have to introduce Harry to the Death Eaters. That's definitely weird writing. It's weird writing. It's very weird. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Oh, but this is also where we get the I can touch you now quote. It is. It is. <laughs> and I did not make a comment about it. Enjoy. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Which is literally just me quoting it and being like, ha ha, it's that quote. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> but I do kind of love Voldemort in the scene. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what it is about his personality in this movie, but I just, I actually kind of like it because of the duel thing where he lets Harry yeah. down. He's like, oh, come on, Harry, we're going to duel first. You bow. And then yeah. it's like, like, I like it. I think it's fun. I, I also like it. I honestly, I really like movie Voldy a lot. Yes, same. <laughs> I, I, I actually he's do. so entertaining. He is. I think they did a really good job with him. Um, I, But also that could just have to do with the fact that the actor that played him is just really good at what he does. Yes. Because <laughs> he's good in like every role he's been in. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, we love Ralph. We stand Ralph. We stand Ralph. Yes. <laughs> but I I think it's funny because, you know, we have we have the, the duel and all that. And obviously, like, Voldy is, like, using unforgivable curses on Harry. And I guess he just decided to use all three of them because he went with Imperio and then Crucio and 
his final plan of action was Avada Kedavra, of course, because we already knew that was coming, yep. you know? Yep, yeah. So he just was like, ah, yes, these are the curses I will use in a duel against you. Let's go. Voldemort <laughs> had to show how powerful he is and how With unafraid three of anything he is by using all three curses. <laughs> all three unforgivable. He collected all of them. <laughs> he did. He collected them all. <laughs> He bought the Dark Arts expansion pack. Yep. <laughs> oh, gosh. I think it's interesting that people don't really block Expelliarmus, because doesn't, doesn't Voldemort block it right here? Like, Because I think Maybe. Harry tries to use it on him, and it doesn't do anything, um, from what I remember. And I was like, so you can block Expelliarmus. Why doesn't anyone else try to block Expelliarmus ever? <laughs> Harry always no hits it. <laughs> Harry but is not just here. so fast with Expelliarmus that people don't know what hit them. That spell doesn't do anything. Well, it doesn't do anything specific. <laughs> it doesn't do anything. <laughs> it doesn't do anything specific. You're right. They don't know what hit them. They it don't could know be what anything. hit them. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> could be anything. But I think it's funny because, yeah, it doesn't do anything to Voldemort right here. I'm pretty sure because he blocked it. I think he just waved it away like it was nothing. And then, of course, we have the, the moment where, you know, Harry stands back up. And this definitely would not have happened. Like, it didn't happen in the book like this at all, uh, where Harry can, like, walk out from behind the, the what is it, headstone mm-hmm. and have a little bit of breathing room to get ready for, like, the next thing that's going to happen. But I think they were just trying to set up the dramatic feel yes. of the Golden Dome. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> because, you know, in the book, at this point, Voldemort is trying f- everything he could do to hit Harry. And Harry was doing everything he could to hide, you know? Yep. He wouldn't have just walked out into the middle of, like, everything and not done anything, you know? He would have been hiding still. Yes. They both cast their spells at the same time. Expelliarmus versus Avada Kedavra, which you cannot block the killing curse, but whatever. And they meet, and then we get that gigantic burst of energy, and it's in the middle of their wands that are connected, and now they're fighting over this orb and trying to shove it into the other person's wand. Yeah. And, like, Voldemort at one point yells out, you know, do nothing, he's mine to finish. And I was like, duh, it doesn't look like any of the Death Eaters were trying to do anything. Do they even need to at this moment? Like, you're fine, currently. I'm like, why did you yell that out? Like, obviously, they're not going to interfere. I don't know if they can. Weird, buddy. But it was ridiculous. It's very ridiculous. It's extremely ridiculous. Of course, we have the... So I was, like, really watching a lot closer because I never remembered the Golden Dome really happening. Oh, I did. (laughs) Well, just because it was, like, really faint. So when I was watching it, like, it happened, but it wasn't very gold. It was just kind of, like, translucent and there. And I was like, why wouldn't you have made it a little bit more obvious, like, that it was there? I mean, I think it was obvious enough that something was happening, I well, yeah, it's obvious something's happening, but it's not obvious that the dome is there blocking everyone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Which is kind of what it was doing in the book. I don't know. I no, felt I like it know. should have been a yeah. little bit more obvious than it was, but it's fine. It's fine. At least they included it. <laughs> I don't know why they wouldn't, to be honest. I don't know why they wouldn't either. Maybe if they thought it was too hard to do or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But they do their little dome thingy, and I think you have comments about this, because my next comment is when they're leaving, so. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, so the dome thing happens. Uh, the like the most recent people that Voldemort killed, or actually, I'm gonna say that the wand killed because, like, obviously, like the groundskeeper appears, which you were right about. I had forgotten about when we discussed this in the book. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The, groundske- <laughs> the groundskeeper's there. Harry's parents are there, but Cedric is also there. But Wormtail killed Cedric. So I think it's what the wand killed. I'm pretty sure it's the wand. I don't think it's, it's the it's person. It's gotta be the wand. And I just like I don't know why, but every time I think about the scene, these people that appear are much clearer than they are actually are in the movie. I feel like every time I get to the scene, I'm like, wow, these people are very blurry. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a little bit hard to make out who these characters are, except for Cedric, I feel like. Cause you're like, oh, I've seen Cedric yeah. this entire movie. Like, okay, that's, that's him, true. I think. But I think I, you're right. All the others, I'm kinda like, okay, I know who they are, but they're so blurry and not clear that it's like, who are you? Who are yeah. you? <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like, you know, obviously, like, I think Harry's father is kind of like, oh, you know, like, uh, we're, like, you know, we're gonna attack him, you know, you need to break it off, we'll attack him, we'll give you some time, whatever. So that happens, so Harry goes back to Cedric, and then, like, Accio's the cup. And I yep. noticed earlier in the scene that the cup was right next to Cedric's feet. Oh, okay. And I was busy typing when Harry Accio'd the cup, so I couldn't see where he got it from and i meant to look again oh no so <laughs> I, was, okay. I was like oh well so i don't think it was that far so i think I mean, it, it was probably still far, there but i don't know I think if it was it probably was, still i don't know if it's right next to his feet though i think it was I a little don't remember ways it being away. That far away maybe just like a little it might bit have been. i don't know i'd have to look at the scene again that's okay but yeah so, <laughs> so harry you know oh uh, of course cedric asked harry to bring his body back mm-hmm. that was the thing uh yep. and so harry Gets Cedric, Accio's the port key, he gets it, they transfer back to Hogwarts. Everyone starts cheering, the band starts playing, they're like, yay! And then you have the slow realization that, oh shit, someone's dead. It's true. I just love that this scene is such a meme. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Like, I love it so much, the music and everything. Yes. But also, I do kind of question, because, you know, obviously... Fleur gets taken in the maze, like, and Harry shoots up red sparks. Mm-hmm. How did Crumb get back? How did anyone know to go find him? I don't know, because Harry was supposed to send up sparks, just like he did in the book, but he didn't do it in he the movie. He didn't do it, so how is Crumb back? I don't know. I feel like Crumb should be missing. I feel like he should be too, but he's not. He's not, he's there. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, so, uh, so, you know, they're back. Everyone, like, everyone's slowly realizing yep. what they're looking at. Um, and Harry yep. is like crying over Cedric's body. He's like Cedric. Yeah, and Fleur screams. Body back. Yeah, Fleur <laughs> screams. You know, it's a whole thing. And Harry's like, I couldn't leave. I'm not there. And I'm like, Why would you, anyways? Yeah, like, that's weird. Like, why are we yeah. leaving him in a random graveyard that you're not 100 percent sure like how to get back to? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I, 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 like, I don't. Even if Cedric hadn't asked, like, Hey, please bring my body back. You should I think still Harry's, bring it back. Harry still would have brought it back. I think. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think he would have left him there. Yeah. But even if he had, it's not like it would have been impossible to find him again because they mm-hmm. know the graveyard. So. Yeah. Harry could be like the one that Tom Riddle's father is buried in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the one where Tom Riddle Senior is buried in. That one. <laughs> 
Yeah. I thought that this part was interesting because like yes, you know, Cedric is dead, whatever. Yeah. They all find out that like I'm not I'm not like trying to write that off. Like No, you're good. Cedric died. Yeah. That's a big deal. They like there are so many people who are so concerned about this, but Fudge, who is right there, is more concerned that there's just too many people there and the body needs to be moved. Like he doesn't care who died. He's just like, um, we can't have this. This is bad publicity. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, well, like, obviously they want the the crowd to not freak out so much, even though it's something everyone should be freaking out about. Yeah. Uh, but I also find it funny that, you know, Harry's over here yelling over Cedric's body, like, Voldemort's back, Cedric's been yep. killed, whatever. And, uh, and then you have, like, you know, professors whispering to each other, like, a champion's just been killed. We gotta get everyone back in their seats. Like, shh, like, keep it quiet. But it's like, you think they- It's not gonna keep it quiet. They can see it. <laughs> they can see it, and I'm sure they heard Harry yelling about it, basically. Yeah. Um, and, of like, course, Amos Dickory, like, running over yelling, that's my son, that's, that's my, my boy. That's my son. It's my boy. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's like, I, I think they already know, to be yeah. honest. No, they they know that he is dead. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they can't hide it. Everyone's already seen. Nope. Like what's going on? Exactly. And then, of course, we have the the moment where Maddie swoops in and is like, "Hey, Harry, come with me," and he yeah. takes him away. And Harry's kind of fighting him a little bit on going away from there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they try to like take Harry off of Cedric because. Harry's freaking yeah. out about Cedric and everything. And they do get him off. Moody does yeah. end up taking him away. But uh, Harry seems like he doesn't... Ne- like He's not like necessarily like willingly going with Mad-Eye. It really kind of seems like Mad-Eye is like, forcing him. I think maybe at first he was unwilling to go but then like once they're kind of like back inside Far the enough castle away. Yeah, yeah i think harry's kind of like okay like this is like okay all right it's fine it's moody like it's whatever fine it's yeah. not fine buddy. <laughs> it's not fine it's, it's not, not fine. fine you do not want to be alone with barney no, crouch yeah, jr no, no, no. but just like in the moment harry's kind of like okay all right i'm here also with moody. it's fine <laughs> Wouldn't you think Harry would be able to put two and two together? Because he saw that memory of Barty Crouch Jr. doing the tongue thing, and he's seen Mad-Eye Moody do the tongue thing. Yeah. But it's okay. We know Harry is kind of dumb. Harry is so dumb. (laughs) You would think that he would put those things together. That is not a normal mannerism. Right, yeah. You would think that right (laughs) after he sees the memory in the pensive, he would be like, oh shit, wait a minute. Hold on a second, like Matt that Matt Eye's done that. I've seen that. But he, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't think anything of it. Maybe that's just supposed to be a normal tick. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think that's so. That's a weird tick. It's a weird tick, yeah. I don't know very many people who just lick their lips like that all the time. Not like that, no. And he's not even licking his lips. It's really Yeah, just it's just creepy. He's like a <laughs> lizard. Creepy snake. He's thing. like a lizard, just, you know, yeah. or snake, you know, just the tongue coming out for a moment. <laughs> he's tasting the air. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So weird. Oh, God. But, uh, oh, uh, uh, like, you know, Moody takes Harry to his office and he asks Harry, he's like, what was it like to stand in his presence? And I was like, that's, oh yeah, it's not a weird question to ask. Not at all. You know, it's totally normal. Like, totally weird. Okay. Well, and I, in the same vein as that comment, I was like, LOL, Mans gave away who he was and forgot to brew more polyjuice potion. Yeah. Now Harry is real <laughs> sus. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the, I, th- I think that's the, not necessarily the weirdest thing, but the dumbest thing is that yeah. Moody, like, 
forgot to have enough of the polyjuice potion available and like he apparently didn't refill his flask before the third task or whatever like he's like looking around everywhere to try and find more polyjuice potion but he's got nothing he doesn't have any more he has nothing he came up dry. That is the <laughs> dumbest thing. Moody, like, Barney Crash Jr., you are so incredibly stupid. He succeeded in having enough the whole entire year. From September up until whenever this is, which, yeah. like, in the book, it's July, you know? Yeah. So that's a, almost a whole fucking year of him drinking nasty polyjuice potion. I mean, I guess the question is, when was he planning on, like, leaving Hogwarts? When was he planning on leaving like the night of the third task after it's potentially confirmed that Harry's dead? So maybe he didn't really need more. Oh. I feel like he still needed a tiny bit more, but I feel like you would still want to have at least a little bit just to cover your tail a little bit, you exactly. know? Exactly. Because, like, just I mean, in case everything goes to shit. Yeah. Because, you know? I mean, like, obviously, uh, I don't know. Had Harry died in the graveyard, when would they have found that out, to be honest? Like, when would that have happened? Uh, and so, like, had that taken hours, then Moody would have needed some more polyjuice potion. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> a little weird. Very weird. But yeah. I don't know. And then, uh, and then this is where we have, you know, Moody, while he's still searching around for polyjuice potion, being like, were there others in the graveyard? Were there others? And Harry's like, like, Harry was already suspicious because Moody's yeah. walking around looking for something. And Harry's like, I don't think I said anything about a graveyard professor. Yeah. And this is different from the book. It is. This is another moment that's different from the book because in the book, Harry actually tells him about the graveyard. Yep. So. Yeah. So Harry couldn't have been sus about the graveyard thing in the book. He's sus here. <laughs> He's rightfully sus here. Yes. Uh, but then we have Moody, like, revealing it was him all along who made it so that everyone knew, like, what each task was and how Harry, yeah. you know, got chosen in the tournament it's and everything. It's a Scooby-Doo moment, it's guys. It's a Scooby-Doo moment where he's, you know, telling the whole story about what he did. Yeah. It was so great and yeah. whatever, you know. And how he would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Bad 14-year-old outsmarting a man. <laughs> I know. And, like, Harry figures it out kind of, like, on, like, right here where that Moody put his name in the Goblet of Fire. Yeah. And it's like, okay, good job, Harry. You did it. And I think, I think here in the movie, it's not as weird that, Mo that Marty Crouch Jr. says, like, oh, imagine how Voldemort will reward me when he hears that I, you know, killed Harry Potter. Like, I don't think it's mm -hmm. as strange here as it was in the book where you're like, uh, absolutely not. <laughs> like, mm -mm. I don't know. Yeah. Like, there just wasn't as much emphasis in the movie about Voldemort wanting to be the one to kill Harry. Well, in any of the movies, like, um, True. I think that movie Voldemort is a lot more lenient. Like, yes, yes. he wants to kill Harry, but I... I think ultimately his just his goal is literally just that Harry dies. Period. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and so. like, yeah, I do think movie Voldemort is more lenient, and I think it's also just partly because of how he is played uh, and yeah. like portrayed and everything. Where it's like, I just want him dead. Like, obviously, yeah. he wants to be the one to do it, but yeah. in the end, just wants him dead. Worst case scenario, Harry just needs to die. You know, simple. <laughs> yeah. I like, I still think he would have killed. Barty Crouch Jr. had Barty Crouch Jr. killed Oh, Harry, yeah. 
For sure. But it wasn't such a big deal in the movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no. Not as big as it was in the books. Because in the books, we both were like, absolutely not, buddy. Yeah, like, exactly. that's not going to work out well for you. Exactly. <laughs> he is yeah. not going to thank you for that. Yes. I do love that, like, while all of this is happening, like, you know, the tongue thing happens while he's, like, m- mid weird slow transformation back into Barty Crouch Jr. Mm-hmm. And of course like Dumbledore and McGonagall and Snape all break in through the door to his office like right that instant and they like immediately like subdue him and yeah. immediately Dumbledore's like Snape or Severus or whatever and you know all of the Veritaserum just goes straight into Moody's mouth. <laughs> Dump this entire vial of this potion in here. Probably only need a drop, you know? Yeah. But no, 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 no. We're gonna yeah. put the entire thing in your mouth and you're gonna swallow it. And of course, <laughs> Snape also has grabbed the flask and opens it and sniffs it, and he's like, Oh, Polyjuice potion. And Dumbledore's like, Well, I guess we know who's been stealing from your stores, Severus. Yep. <laughs> and he looks at Harry like, and Harry's like, it wasn't me. <laughs> I think it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And, like, like Dumbledore asked a really good question here uh, after the bear, after uh, Barty Crouch Jr. takes the Baird's serum because he's like, is the real Moody alive? Like, is he in this yes. room? And it's like, yeah. It's like, where is he? And it's like, trunk. It's like, okay, Harry, get away from there. Well, yeah, because he doesn't say it. He just looks he at just it, looks right? He just looks at it. Yeah, he just yeah. looks at it. And so it's like, okay, all right. And, yeah. you know, another difference from the book is that they, they don't need a huge ring of keys to open different, like, nope. uh, sections of the trunk. They just essentially do, like, Alohomora, and the trunk opens completely. And, again, you know, yep. you have uh, the real Moody very far down into this trunk, which yeah. doesn't make sense. Will the real Mad-Eye Moody please stand up? <laughs> he can't. He's very weak right now. <laughs> he also only has one leg. <laughs> that's true. That's who, Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he's very, very deep in this trunk, and it's very yeah. strange because it doesn't make any sense, but it's fine. Yeah. I don't know how he was getting hair from him the whole time. It doesn't exactly. make any sense. That's, that's what I was about to mention, yeah. Also, how is he just not bald yet? That, too. I also So much that. hair for Polyjuice Potion, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of weird, because the way that, that I've always seen the real Moody in the trunk is just kind of like, Moody, okay? And he's just kind of like... Yeah, like he's chill. He's just chilling out down there, to be honest. Yeah, he really is just chilling. He doesn't seem like he's in distress. It just seems like yeah. he's just kind of down there. And he's like, all right, yep, hey, hi. Well, yeah, because Dumbledore's like, are you all right, Alistair? And he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm okay. <laughs> like, I'm and he's like, okay. Here. I've just been living here for like 10 months, but it's fine. It's fine, <laughs> you know, whatever. Like, okay. Yeah. I do think that the transformation that they went with for the Polyjuice Potion, like, from, like, Moody back to Barty Crouch was very strange. I think that the way they did it in the second movie was way better. And I feel like maybe the director of this movie should have consulted with Chris Columbus on that one. Because even though Chris Columbus wasn't involved in this movie, Mm -hmm. he did a very good job with the transformations from Crab and Goyle back to Ron and Harry. Yeah. You know what I mean? mean yeah like i thought those were very well done and i think that the way they did this one was just grotesque and awful looking i think 
Because, I, I mean, obviously, in the second movie, like, it was very slow changes, like, unnoticeable changes unless yeah. you, like, really saw it happening. It yeah. Just, yeah, so, like, it wasn't anything, like, super noticeable. And it was over time, you know, just yeah. transforming back into themselves. I think in this movie, it kind of made more sense to do it the way that they did do it and have it be kind of grotesque and whatnot because, you know, the third task was basically a horror film, you know? The short little The horror. whole rest of the movie but is a horror it's film. It's all horror now. So I think it just, it was, I think it would have been weird had they done this transformation the same way they did it in the second book. Or second movie, sorry. Because it would have happened over time and not just immediately. And like, I, I get it, but I don't know. I don't think it's supposed to happen immediately, though. It's not. Is it? I, I, I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I kind of like it happening immediately how it did in the fourth book or fourth movie. Okay. Sorry. But I don't know. I think it just would have been weird how they did it the way it happened in so. the second movie. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. No. <laughs> it would have been weird if in the second movie they did it how it happens in the fourth movie. Oh. They just immediately become Harry and Ron yeah. in front of Draco. Right in front of the Slytherins in the Slytherin common room. Just like, uh, hey, hi, bye. That is one sure way to get in real trouble, buddy. <laughs> real. <laughs> you did not get invited real. there. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I do love, because, you know, Dumbledore got all of his answers, whatever. He's like, okay, Harry, let's go. And McGonagall's like, okay, we're gonna go. And I was like, for a second, I was like, are they all just gonna leave <laughs> Barty Crouch Jr. alone in there? Mm-hmm. And then I realized that Snape was staying behind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love that he goes over and, like, pokes his I know, cheek. Right? He, like, pokes it really hard, too. And I'm like, okay. Uh, it was I, so aggressive. It was. Uh, I do want to point out, before they leave, though, uh, you yeah. know, Barty Crouch Jr. turns back into himself, and he looks at Harry, and he's like, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Um, and, like, Harry, or, like, Dumbledore, maybe, like, forces Harry to, like, hold out his yeah. arm that got cut. And I'm like, is yeah. it supposed to look like a dark mark? Because it kind of doesn't. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I feel like it's supposed to, and they did a really bad job of it. But is if it it's supposed not supposed to, I don't know. If it's not supposed to, then why did Marty Crouch Jr. say, I'll show you mine if you show me yours? At I mean, he had already seen it. I'm just confused why he was so weirdly obsessed with seeing it for a third time. Because he had seen it already. Yeah, but Barty Crouch Jr. didn't have his dark mark as moody that's true so i think that's the only reason but i also weirdo if if harry's cut is and the blood is supposed to look like the dark mark it doesn't really so i just i don't understand i also do not understand because if it's not supposed to look like the dark mark then what does barney crouch jr mean yeah and like obviously like dumbledore is kind of like oh harry show him your arm and it's like what <laughs> what yeah. what's happening i wish i could help you <laughs> yeah, I, I can't help myself either so i cannot help myself oh my gosh but yeah so they leave they head on out and um the next scene is the great hall yes yes yes, yes. i liked this scene because they actually did it the correct way yes they did it really nicely um i like dumbledore yes that comment 
in your notes. Well, Dumbledore's talking, and he just sounds really sad. I wrote that he seems pretty depresso espresso. I love it. But yeah, no, 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 he definitely seems sad. I thought it was a little weird, though, that, like, Dumbledore starts out sitting in his chair, like, in the Great Hall. Mm-hmm. And, like, they, they had removed all the tables from the Great Hall um, and everything, but he starts sitting in his chair, and I think he starts talking there, and then he moves forward, like, he gets up and moves forward several feet to the podium and starts talking to them there. And I'm like, why did you start in the seat? That's a little weird. I don't know. What's the, what are the words I'm looking for? Like, as, as the, in the film, it looks fine how they did it. Like, yeah. how they did it. Like, like, cinematically, it looks good. It looks great. Yeah. But true. in, like, reality, if someone were to do it like that, and, like, I, obviously, like, they're not really amplified. Yeah. Like, there's no microphones or anything. It would just no. be weird. Yeah. It'd be very it's weird. It's true. It's very strange. Yeah. Usually you don't want to go for stuff like that, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's fine, I guess. <laughs> like, in the film, it looks good, you know? Yeah. It's fine. Totally. <laughs> um, I, I did have to question, because you do kind of see the everyone who's sitting there uh, for this thing. Uh, okay. And I noticed that there were not enough chairs for everyone to sit down in, which seemed weird. <laughs> I was like, that's that's odd. Okay. How would you not have enough chairs at Hogwarts where all of your... Well, I guess technically they had the bow battens and Durmstrang students too, so never mind. Well, yeah, but even But still, they could have magicked them. Well, yeah, but I mean, even, even the professors were also sitting in these seats. But even yeah. still, like, you have... Normally, you have, like, the big, long benches going down. Everyone can sit there. Every, like, everyone one fits yeah minus the professors obviously because they all sit there so you would think that you could probably have enough chairs somewhere to fill up the entire hall you would think maybe i'm wrong yeah but i feel like there should be enough uh, chairs i i don't know (laughs) i don't know either i just thought it was weird you would think that there would be enough chairs though for sure you would think yeah. Uh, but I do I do enjoy the fact that this scene did what book Dumbledore did not do, um, where Dumbledore actually honored the correct and only person who needed to be honored here, which was Cedric Diggory, the one who died. Um, I know yes. you have that written, so you can yes, do yeah. your comment. Yeah, Dumbledore is doing his his speech about kind of like how they're uh, like remembering Cedric today. And they, and he says, you see Cedric Diggory was murdered by Lord Voldemort. The ministry does not wish me to tell you this, but not to do so, I think would be an insult to his memory. And I'm like, I said this when we discussed this in the book, but I'm really glad that he told them the truth rather than covering it up. Yep. Because it it really would be an insult to his memory if you just lied about it. It would for sure. It would. And I also really liked that during his speech, he mentions the friendships that they made during the year because that was part of the reason for the tournament was to make yeah. friendships with other schools. Yep. That, that was like genuinely the reason. So yeah. So I mean, just <laughs> this entire scene was done really well. Yeah. Good job, Dumbledore. Good job. Much appreciated. Uh, So Dumbledore, like he does his little speech, everything, whatever. Yeah. And then after that, we get the scene where Harry's, like, supposedly packing up his stuff in his room. Yeah. And Dumbledore is just there with him. Well, he, he shows up, you know, because, like, Harry's, like, the last one in there. Which I, I think for obvious reasons, you know, Harry's still in shock about everything. He needs some time yeah. to himself, whatever. 
Um, yeah. And I guess somehow Dumbledore just knows Harry's there. I don't know. I just think that was weird. It, it's a little <laughs> weird, but I kind of like this little scene where Dumbledore comes in and is like checking in on Harry and everything. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's a nice little scene, but it is kind of weird. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. It's what it is. <laughs> but, you know, he's chatting with him and this is where Dumbledore explains Priori and Contatum, which honestly, I didn't even like realize that they actually explain it in the movie. I guess probably because yeah. I never really paid that much attention to this part. Yeah, same. Yeah. But he tells Harry what Priori and Contatum is because Harry's like, oh yeah, like when we're in the graveyard, like our wands like connected, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, Priori and Contatum. And like kind of explains it. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I just I, thought like, that was interesting. It's not something you really think about or notice when you're just watching yeah. the movies. But when you've just read the book and discussed it super in depth, it's kind of like, oh, that is yep. mentioned. Okay. It's a big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. It's a huge deal. But yes. it's, it's very, like, toned down in the movie. Not really a big deal. Yeah. But it, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's fine. You know, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) And then, you know, they move on to the next scene, which is Harry with Ron and Hermione. Before before we move on, before we move on, Dumbledore does say to Harry, like, but remember this, you have friends here, you're not alone. And I was like, that's a really good message for Harry. Like, Harry's just been through this super traumatic event. He just watched someone die, like someone he was, like, kind of becoming friends with, I would say. Like, a tiny bit. A tiny bit. They were working together, you know, whatever. Um, They were doing their best. (laughs) He watched the Dark Lord, the people, the person who killed his parents come back, you know, he was tortured. Uh, Yeah. Like, he went through this entire thing. Like, he's been through all this trauma, and and Dumbledore's just like, hey, it's gonna be okay. You have friends here. You're not alone. Like, just, yeah. it's gonna be okay. And it's like, that's really nice. It is. That's really nice. We like it. We like we it. it. We love <laughs> it. Yes. We want some more of it. I had that same thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, now, now, we, now, now we can move on to the next thing. Uh, I mean, you know, they just get to watch everyone leave now. So yeah. it's time to say goodbye to all your new friends that yeah. you probably will never see again. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's one of the interesting things. Like, uh, like Victor, like, pulls Hermione aside a little bit. It's kind of like, hey, I want you to write to me. And I'm like, I don't know if she ever does. She probably doesn't. <laughs> Or she does, it's only for a little bit, and then she's done. It's like, I don't think she's going to write very much if she does. I don't think so either. Like, she made it clear earlier in the movie that she's not really interested in him. Yeah. Because uh, it's that scene where, because uh, I mentioned it earlier, where Hermione says that Crumb is more of a physical being. And, like, it, it's kind of clear in that scene that she's not really interested in him. Like, she wants yeah. someone she can talk with. Yeah. Um, and Crumb's not, not that. No. He's not much of a talker. Crumb is not that, that's for sure. Yeah. So it's interesting that he's like, please write to me, Hermione. Yeah. Yeah. And I... I did kind of wonder, because we see Fleur as well, like, Fleur comes and say, says goodbye to Harry and Ron and whoever, and I did kind of wonder, like, do we ever see Gabrielle again? Like, maybe at the wedding for Bill and Fleur, but otherwise, I don't even know if we ever hear about her ever again. Oh, yeah, I don't know if we do either. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, we see Gabrielle, yeah. Do we? They say goodbye to Ron. Gabrielle and Fleur go and say goodbye to Ron. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, maybe but they didn't say goodbye to Harry, but they definitely said goodbye to Ron, I don't I think. think they say goodbye to Harry. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't think we hear about her again. I don't think so. I don't know what happens to Gabrielle. I hope good things. I also hope good things, but I don't think we'll ever find out. 
No, we will not. Yeah. The series is over and she's not revisiting it. Yep. I did have a question though, because you know, Bo Batten's whatever. They yeah. um they leave. are leaving on their carriages. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. The Durmstrang leave on their ship, you know, solid, sure. That's how they arrived. But they're shooting cannons at Hogwarts cliffside. See, I didn't think about that until I saw your notes. And then I was like, oh yeah, I guess they do, like, don't they? Why are we shooting cannons at Hogwarts cliffside? I don't know. <laughs> Are you trying to make the castle crash into the, like, water? Like... Yes, friendship over. The tournament's done. That's a terrible decision. (laughs) Uh They're just like, oh, you know what? Who cares about Hogwarts now? We're not staying here anymore. We're we're done. We're out, you know? (laughs) Also, weren't they sleeping on their ship the entire time anyway? Were they? I'm pretty sure that's what it is in the books. What? Like, they all stay in, like, their carriages and the, the ship. Oh, oh, I thought you meant, like, on their way out of Hogwarts they were sleeping. No. I was like, what? No. <laughs> but yes, yes, yes. No. Yes, absolutely. They were, like, staying inside the carriages yes, yes. and the throughout, th- throughout the, the school boat year. throughout the whole school year. Yeah, throughout the whole school year, that's where they were staying. They were staying on their that's carriage and their boat. Crazy. Yeah. Those gotta be some nice carriages, otherwise I would be wanting my money back. Thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> It has to be bigger on the inside. I hope so. I hope it's it's like that tent. Yeah, it's got to be like the tent. I'm sure for both the boat. Well, maybe not the boat. I don't know. I I feel like the boat could go either way. But for the carriage, at least, it's got to be bigger on the inside. I would say the boat's probably bigger on the inside, too. Probably. But I could also... It's the Wizarding World. I know. But I could also see the Durmstrangs being like, no, we leave it as is. True. I could see that, too. Yeah. (laughs) Good point. Yeah. I, I could see it going either way. I, I do kind of love that, you know, Harry, Ron, and Hermione are all here watching everyone leave and they're chatting about like school and stuff. And I don't remember which one. Oh, you have the quote. I have the quote do you know who but... says it? Nope. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Someone <laughs> in I the think trio. It's Hermione, maybe, who asked. I wanted to she... say it was Hermione, but I wasn't Harry 100% responds. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. And so I. I, we're both pretty sure it's Hermione. Who asks, do you think we'll ever have just have a quiet year at Hogwarts? <laughs> and Harry's just like, no. <laughs> it's like, you got that, right? I literally wrote down no quiet years at Hogwarts. Yep. <laughs> yep. Zero. The yeah. count is zero and it will not stay any higher than that. Thank you. Yeah. Hermione asks, like, everything is going to change now, is it? isn't it? And, uh, you know, the answer is yes. And, like, Hermione seems happy in this moment, which is, like, this movie has such a happy, like, not necessarily happy uh, ending, because obviously it's It's like a hopeful Like a hopeful kind of, like, ending. Like, the feeling is, like, not bad. Like, everyone's kind of happy and chill right now, and it's like, oh, everything's gonna change now, isn't it? It's like, yeah. It's like, okay, cool. We're we're happy. We're having a good time right now. Whatever. And, like, it makes you, like, it makes it seem like everything's great and dandy, but you forget that a boy tragically died at the end of the tournament like not that long ago like a week ago yeah it's kind of weird just a little bit you know it also like the question of everything is going to change now isn't it i was kind of like what kind of changes are happening like hermione's happy what kind of changes and then i'm like wait no hold on Voldemort's back that's not a good change no i don't know why she's happy i'm also unsure why she's happy because it makes no sense it doesn't make sense at all I, I did think it's funny because the way they started the film and the way they ended the film, literally, <laughs> I feel like it was just a cop-out because I think the director didn't want to mess with the festivals thing <laughs> because we don't see them arrive gotcha. and we don't see them leave. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. What? 
he did not want to talk about Thestrals or whoever directed this movie yeah. was like, no Thestrals allowed. I, did, I mean, I guess... No flying carriages. No carriages that have no horses. I mean, I guess by the time this movie comes out, like, the fifth book is out. So, mm-hmm. like, technically, the, you know, everyone who reads the books knows about the Thestrals. But, like, they weren't mentioned in the book anyways so like even still it wouldn't have been in the movie but it would have shown the carriages that were pulled without horses oh yeah absolutely because that was mentioned that was mentioned in the book yeah but i just and we wouldn't have seen the thestrals anyway i'm just saying they just decided not to do any carriages (laughs) (laughs) no carriages I, i think they had to make this movie like as short as possible because there's so much that happens in the book they were like Fuck it. They don't, we don't need to know how they get to school or leave school. It's fine. The year is over. We're done. Like They also don't off. need to see the whole Quidditch World Cup game. They just get to see five seconds of yeah, it. See, see you later. We see like two seconds of it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The game doesn't <laughs> we, even start we when we're already done five. with it. five. Yeah. <laughs> we do not get five seconds. We get two. Bye-bye, game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I cannot. But that's the end. That's it that's the end of the movie and then we have deleted scenes now we have deleted scenes which i should have watched again but i didn't so oh well that's okay i don't think it'll take that long to get through oh no it's not (laughs) i i just the the further we get into it the more i'm like i don't know what i just watched no (laughs) so that's why i should have watched it again whatever that is a-okay it's fine (laughs) um i do love so the very first deleted scene that we got to see was a scene pretty much like from the beginning of the movie where uh all of the hogwarts students are singing their alma mater which i did not know existed (laughs) i love it this is it's cool (laughs) this is the only deleted scene that i had seen before like i knew i hadn't seen this one before i don't think maybe i had i probably had i've seen all of them extended so i probably have i feel like i feel like you had seen that one i probably have i've probably seen all of them before honestly i don't know i've seen all of the movies extended so i would have seen it i would have seen it it. yeah no i because i used to watch them all on abc family and they Uh, always did the extended editions on that channel yeah yeah okay but the hogwarts school song that was the only one i had ever seen and i love it i love the school song (laughs) i love it it's so good (laughs) it's a good one it is Okay, so this is the Yule Ball, right? Leading up to the Yule Ball, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's when they're asking people to the dance. Yes. I just think it's funny because you get to, like, I don't know. I, I feel like this scene was short enough that they could have kept it in. Yeah, like, like on one hand, I understand why they removed this scene. Yeah. But also, I really liked it. I did, too. <laughs> because it's it's these three Durmstrang boys coming up to, like, a group of, like, three or four Hogwarts uh, girls. And, like, mm-hmm. they do this little, like bowing thing whatever and yep. one of them asked uh one of the girls the yule ball and i was like this was so cute yeah, it was it was very cute <laughs> i love it and you know of course harry and ron are like watching and they're like lol <laughs> yeah like okay they don't know how to ask yeah <laughs> so they're clueless yeah, yeah. Okay, okay okay sorry the next one is a different scene Right. Yes. Still before the Yule Ball, because yes. Harry is desperately trying to find a way to ask Cho to the dance. I just think it's funny that he's literally hiding like a little rat and is like, Cho, 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 you know? But then like her friends show up and she's like, okay, hi, Harry, bye, Harry. And they all just leave. I don't know 
know if he was really hiding, but I also only saw the scene once, so I can't speak to it. Uh, <laughs> he was but, really playing like a little rat up above them. <laughs> I, I Okay, I always thought this area of the castle was weird, because it's where you have like one staircase going this way, and another one kind of behind it going this way, and mm-hmm. there's a little cutout where you can see the other staircase. I always thought that was weird. Yeah, it's so strange. Why? Because like Harry's what, on the other, like higher staircase? And then shows on the inner one. Yeah. Lower or something. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's weird. Which I thought, I don't know. I just think it's really creepy. (laughs) The way he was like hovering above her. I mean, yeah, I I can understand why you would think it's creepy. I thought it was fine, but. (laughs) It made me think he was like a little rat. (laughs) It is what it is. It is what it is. You're right. Yep. The next one is probably one of my favorites. It's one that we both agree should have stayed in the movie. I wish it had stayed in the movie. Yes. Because I, I just love that Flitwick. Flitwick wasn't really in the movie, except for like at the very beginning when he gets his hand stabbed. Yeah, it's at the very beginning. And then also at the Yule Ball, you see him being crowd yeah. surfed. And that's Yeah, it. that's it. But this is like a, a little scene, like right when they're introducing the band like the wizard rock band you know good times and all that and i think it's funny because it's like i don't know like you get like the full feel of the band like coming on the stage and like starting their performance and playing through the song and everything yeah like it's just an extension of seeing the the rock band at the yule ball yeah in in the movie you get the extended scene basically yeah and it's fantastic. I just love it. Like, I, I don't think it should have been taken out. <laughs> yeah, I like. I feel like they should have given the band more time to be seen in the movie. Because they're seen for, what, like, 30 seconds at most, I think? Not very long. Like, it's not very long, and I feel like they need more recognition, you know? Yeah, I love them. <laughs> they're good. I mean, I haven't really listened to them. But I'm like, you know, it's awesome that they got a band for this. Yeah, they did a good job. That's fantastic. <laughs> and, like, the extended scene absolutely great i love it yeah it's really good yeah highly recommend watching the extended scene absolutely absolutely watch all of the deleted scenes yeah just watch all of the deleted scenes for this movie (laughs) yeah uh so i guess we can kind of move on to the next deleted scene which is okay so we mentioned earlier when uh when Ron and Hermione are walking out of the ball, like, arguing about Crumb and whatever, and Harry comes in from a different direction. This explains where Harry was coming from, because basically Harry went out into, like, the little courtyard that's, like, across from the Great Hall, whatever. Mm -hmm. For some reason, there's, like, carriages out there, which doesn't make sense. Why are they there? Where did they come from? I don't know. I don't know either. But there's, like, couples hiding in the carriages, you know, having a little fun time in there. (laughs) And, and, you know, Harry, like, walks by a carriage that's, like, rocking a little bit and stops because Harry's, like, looking in. And they're kind of like, uh, I'm like, Harry, why are you looking in the carriage? Why is he out there in the first place? Like, I can understand why he might go out there to, like, get a, like, get a break, get a breath of fresh air, whatever, but it's just, like, he's just out there, like, staring in the carriages. (laughs) He's just creepy. Creepy little (laughs) 14-year-old. Yeah. But, like, it it doesn't make sense to have any of the carriages, so it's, like, I kind of understand why this scene was cut. Like, there's more to it. We haven't got there yet. But, uh, but it's just, like, I don't know why they're there so weird yeah but yeah so uh so then you know harry turns a corner whatever and he's still walking around the courtyard kind of when he sees snape coming around and checking all the carriages and throwing students out of them 
Yep. <laughs> Snape's yeah. on carriage duty. Snape's on carriage duty, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and this is when you have basically the scene from the book where uh, Karkarov talks to Snape about the Dark Mark, kind of, yep. more or less. Um, you have it here, though, but Snape is busy trying to make sure there are no students doing anything they're not supposed to be doing in the carriages. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is kind of where Snape's like, I have nothing to be scared of, Igor. Can you yeah. say the same about yeah. this whole thing? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Karkaroff cannot say the same. He cannot he is a say coward. the same. Yeah, he's a coward. <laughs> because, like, as you find out in the book, uh, he doesn't show up at the graveyard. because He runs he's away. Running. He runs away. He's, he's gone. You know, he does not want to be a part of it, and he's going to does die. Not. Yeah, Voldemort will kill him, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, it'll it'll happen. Exactly. Yeah. And then we have the next scene. I yeah, I don't remember what the scene is. I'm gonna be honest. You have something about Moody telling Harry they're gonna win. Yeah, because it's it's the part where Moody pulls him aside after he had his little chat with Barty Crouch and he spooked Barty Crouch away. Okay, now I remember. I just literally couldn't figure out what my note was about. <laughs> I was like, okay. Now do you know what it's now, about? Now I know what it's about. Okay, okay, okay yeah, okay. It's after the second task. Yeah. When Okay, alright. When Barty Crouch was congratulating Harry and all that and uh moody says something to harry about grow up and grow up fast and i was like harry has no choice in that matter absolutely yeah. none he also yeah. essentially tells harry that they're going to win the tournament like okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i don't think you know that for a fact buddy <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah but sure harry's gonna win the tournament okay yep yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's really all there was to that scene like the the deleted scene included a lot of the scene that happened in the movie. It, it's an extended scene, really. So, yeah, it's really not a deleted scene. It's just, like, they have, like, a tiny little portion of more conversation that happened afterwards. Yeah. Nothing nothing too crazy. I understand why they cut it. Who yeah. cares about that? You know, exactly. it didn't really add anything or take away anything, so. Yeah. It is what it is. And then the next one is literally like right after they find Barty Crouch's body in the forest. Mm -hmm. Harry, Ron, and Hermione are all hanging out chatting about what they just found and what's going to happen and stuff. And how they think Fudge is going to cover it up. Yeah, they're in the Gryffindor common room talking about this. And like, I know, I know Ron says something about like, look, nobody liked Crouch. I heard that from my father. And I'm kind of like, okay. I think I was still trying to figure out what was happening in the previous Iliad scene. So I was like, I don't know what's <laughs> happening anymore. I got nothing. <laughs> like I heard, but, um, I heard that comment and that was it. And I was like, all right. But yeah, so they were they were just having a conversation about how Fudge was definitely going to try and cover up Crouch because he doesn't want any like bad publicity and stuff. And yeah. it really wasn't like that important of a scene. But I also just don't know exactly why it would have been cut either. I guess maybe they just felt like it wasn't important. Yeah, I like I like it's probably a good scene, but it was kind of eh. Like I I, I yeah. can see it going either way, being in it or being cut, and it was cut. So yeah. it is what it is. I just I feel like there's always at least one scene in each movie that was like counted as a deleted scene that would have done better being in the movie than not. Just like, you know, in the second one when it's that one like hospital scene and stuff with Hermione. Yeah. That one that I like always am like, I don't know why this got cut. It yeah. literally saves everyone so much confusion. Yes, 
absolutely yes that scene yes. like there's always a scene in each movie that shouldn't have been cut but it was because it literally like fills the blanks but it's whatever <laughs> it, is. it is what it is, it is that scene it is. was just so small though i just felt like it wasn't necessary to like I mean, really cut it out that, that's fine. what we've been saying about most of these <laughs> scenes we're like oh it's, it's not true. that long of a scene it could have stayed in it could have like, I, I mean all in all i think all of this was like maybe 10 extra minutes like they didn't save that much yeah, time like it, off of the movie yeah i i think that's kind of the thing with all deleted scenes from like every movie like it, it all adds up to like 10 minutes and that's about it I, I just don't even know why you would cut them at that time like point 10 minutes is not that big of a deal i mean it might depend on if there's any sort of like if there's like limits like limits or something yeah like any regulations or something that they have to hit and just i don't think there are any i don't think so either but i don't know because how long is this movie it's a good two and a half hours at least it's like two hours and 35 minutes okay yeah so maybe they were just like it's already a little too long for most people's tastes uh like just in general in terms of a movie you're gonna go see in a movie theater people don't really want to sit there for two and a half hours but chamber of secrets was two hours and 41 minutes oh was it oh well what's whatever. five more minutes what's five <laughs> more minutes you know whatever but yeah i don't know i have no idea <laughs> i had to go look it up i was like i know that's the longest <laughs> harry potter film i have to go look it up uh, yeah <laughs> i don't know like like some of the scenes i'm like okay i understand why they cut these yeah. but did they really have to be cut eh, no whatever <laughs> um okay and then the very last one Yes. Um, Harry was talking again to Hermione and Ron, you know, mm -hmm. casual, because they're always chatting, you know. Yeah. About always. how Snape is, like, upset that someone's been stealing from his stuff, that they've been stealing, like, certain things or whatever. And he, like, had told Hermione, like, the ingredients, and she was like, huh, that sounds like polyjuice potion to me. Yeah, she, <laughs> she literally says, he thinks we're brewing polyjuice potion. And it's like, well, yeah. I've done it before, so yeah. <laughs> Duh, Makes of course sense. he thinks you are. You're the past culprits who are still at the exactly. school. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so why wouldn't he think it's you? Hello? Yeah. But those are all of the deleted scenes. Those are the deleted scenes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We got it. through it we all. We did it. We got through it. We did it. <laughs> I'm so proud of us. <laughs> I know. I'm not gonna lie, this took a little bit longer than I thought it was going to, because I think we got around the, I don't know, one hour, one and a half hour mark, and I was like, oh, we're gonna be done in, like, two hours, maybe? Like, a little over two and a half? Or almost two and a half? I don't know. But no, we're, yeah. we're at, like, the three hour mark. <laughs> well, I think part of that is because of how many breaks I had to, like, I had to I mean, get up, like, in the middle. Oh, of that's stuff, true, so that's you did fine. have to get up. That's right, I forgot about that. <laughs> I feel like it would have been shorter if I hadn't had to, like, actually get up and, I mean, yeah, it only would have been, like, fine. five minutes shorter. That's true. <laughs> nah, not, not anything crazy. You're right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all right. It's fine. But we did it. We made it through. <laughs> Yay! Which means we are officially done with Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. We are. Like, officially crazy that took so long <laughs> it did and now there's three books left and they're all longer than the last i'm excited for these last books like to be honest like Same. like order of the phoenix is probably my favorite harry potter book so and that's the one we'll see if next. that stays we'll see, yeah we'll see if that stays <laughs> it could change you never know <laughs> 
But like, I mean, honestly, like, I think the story just gets better from here. Yeah. Um, in a way, because like Voldemort's back, that makes things interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then of course, like the seventh book, like there's parts of the seventh book that's like, this is kind of boring. They're just camping, whatever. Uh, but like, true. I don't know. It's like all, all three of these last like three books, like really good. Yeah. Really fantastic. Yeah. I know lots of people think that the memories in the sixth one are so boring, but I just kind of love them. I love them! I I really wish they had made it into the movie. Yes! I I wanted all of the memories, not like one. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) All of them. Like, I honestly, at this point, I can't remember all of the memories. I can't either. I can't wait to read it again. Oh my god, it's gonna be great. (laughs) But it's going to take a while to get there because we haven't even done number five yet. So. I know, we'll yeah. And we have to do Disney princesses in between them, so. Yeah, Rapunzel and Little Mermaid. Yeah. 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 It'll so, be great. So the next thing we are talking about is Rapunzel. Yeah. Uh, so this Rapunzel shouldn't take too many episodes to do. It'll be doing. pretty quick because it's, yeah. the, it's the story, story and then we have the Disney movie Tangled and yes. then we have the Barbie one. Yeah. So, and I think that's it. I don't think we have any other Rapunzel things planned. I think that's it. I mean, we'd have to double check what we put down on our schedule that we made. I really think that's it. I don't think there's anything else. I think that's it. So we have a nice little short break between getting to a little baby series, series. (laughs) which will just actually be part of the Dream of the Damned series because it's not its own series. Okay, yeah, (laughs) we're not making Rapunzel her own series. That would be weird. (laughs) Maybe we should have done that for Aladdin or Cinderella, but you know, it's fine. (laughs) No, never. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I think Rapunzel is going to be interesting to talk about. Yeah, Uh, I think so too. Oh, and the musical. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Didn't we? Can't forget that. Didn't we discuss uh, Into the Woods before? Yes, we did do Into the Woods. We did it with Cinderella. Okay. So we've done it. We don't need to talk about it again. We don't need to talk about it. We could have I mean, we we can revisit it. We can go watch the the Rapunzel. Yes. Scenes. How about that? Yeah, we can discuss it at some point, you know? Yeah, because Into the Woods is predominantly like Cinderella. Yeah. So I think that's why we put it with Cinderella instead of other fairy (laughs) tales. I think so, yeah. I think that's why. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah, that's 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 the game plan. Anyways, yeah, so join us next time for Rapunzel, where we read the, the Brothers Grimm story, I believe. Yes, yes. yes. Also, no stream next Sunday. Cause... Yes, no stream next Sunday, because Karen is I'll be out. out of town. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, two streams today. Yes, I will be back the following week, though. Yeah. What, the 13th? Yeah. Yes. The 13th. Okay. And that's when we will start uh, Rapunzel. Yeah. It'll be fun. So. <laughs> You'll get two episodes over the next two weeks, and then we will do Rapunzel, and it'll be wonderful. It'll be fantastic. Yep. Um, uh, anyways, okay. uh, join the Discord. Yes. Hang out with us. I think yep. I think it would be fun to do movie nights for all these movies that we do, to be honest. I do, too. I think it would be fun. I would be down to do movie nights for Tangled and uh, Barbie and yeah. Rapunzel. I'm also down. <laughs> we can. We can schedule those. We can do that. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, all we'll right, do it then. We'll okay, all right, cool. sounds all good. Right. Well, anyways, Zylo said he's down for that. All right, okay. we have to do it. We have to. Sounds good. We'll plan them. <laughs> Anyways, I guess we should keep it magical!
We hope you enjoyed this episode of Books, Movies, and Musicals Oh My. If you'd like to connect with us, be sure to check us out on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook at BMM Oh My. Be sure to check out our website at bmmohmy.wixsite.com slash home. And check us out on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash bmmohmy. You can email us at books.movies.and.musicals.ohmy at gmail.com. Our socials, website, Patreon, and email address can be found in the description of this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked this episode, be sure to share it with your friends and family and even random strangers on the street. We can't wait to talk with you all next week. Bye. Bye.